0: Okay. Uh, we are back, and I'm relieved. You know what? Before I forget, one more time, because you and I are professional digressors, so I didn't finish uh, shouting out Power <laughs> Power <to> BMX Shop. <laughs> I think I tried twice. I'm going to shut up. Go ahead. But you know what's good? He gets three times the advertising yeah. of, of the normal, right? Isn't that the way Darren would think? Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, so I may have to charge more for this one, you know. God, and now you're thinking, inspired. Joe. Now you're thinking. All I have to do is just hang around you, <laughs> and uh, we'll see if I fulfill your 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 wife's thoughts about this. Well, <laughs> asking dude, Darren for advice thing. Hold on, you're gonna.
1: I just screw up. Me I was up. about to jump in again.
0: Can you
2: be insane now?
0: <laughs> Powers BMX shop. All right, so uh, he's got a YouTube channel. That it's uh, a lot of stuff he does there. It's just funny, funny stuff. So anyway, Powers BM- BMX Shop. Thank you for sponsoring the show. So he's got some uh, YouTube stuff. And have you ever heard of this guy, uh, Craig? He goes under the Black Pelican in Richmond. I don't think so. The nicest guy you'll ever meet. He has that cheap seats racing Mm. is what is is, uh, clothes and, like, stickers, all kinds of cool stuff. So anyway, he is on the most recent YouTube video for Powers, and it's it's good stuff. So anyway, hit that up. And, uh, oh, yeah. I want to tell you right now, let's not talk about fantasy, but we may have to. I may just have to leave the room because I think I'm in last place. Pretty sure. But you got the number one. So we'll talk about that in a little bit. Red plate. Yeah, we're going to describe that in a little bit. So uh, there's the shout-out to Powers BMX shop. And uh, All right, so we talked history. I do want to ask this question because it's interesting to me. How did your mind open up to each as far as trail, street, and race? Uh, I say that because quite a few people that that I've ridden with especially now they'll zone in on one thing. When you started riding it was was it race first then some trails and then street? Yeah,
2: definitely. Well, first it was like, you know, riding around the neighborhood. Yeah. And I had, my first bike was like a a Ross Piranha, like the black like a little black yeah. Ross Piranha. and then uh I don't I, I probably shouldn't have done this cuz I ended up crashing, but I started taking pi- parts of bike Parts off of different bikes to build a bike, but I was like, I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. I think built you a ramp me to do the same thing. Yeah, I built a uh, yeah. ramp in front of my house, like a little wooden ramp, like two by fours and a little piece of wood, kind of like you know, like the I have actually in my office. Crandall drew one for me, oh, uh, okay. painted one for me. Yeah, um, and the handlebars came out of the fucking bike in the air. <laughs> no bullshit. Um, but yeah, oh, so I anyway, like riding around the neighborhood causing trouble, you know, doing wheelies yeah. and shit like that, but. Uh-huh. Um. Yeah, my path was definitely like neighborhood stuff. Go to the trail. Go to the track. Mm-hmm. Then go to the trails. Then yeah. ride some ramps. You know. Then street and stuff like that. But I'm so thankful for that that direction because going to the track first uh-huh. builds you into such a well rounded, balanced rider. You know what I mean? Yeah.
1: Look at when you know. And that
2: my first year of Shorm was the first year that the Mulligans. Uh, got involved to make like the S turn and the seven pack, and like that was my first year. I don't know Shoreham before yeah, that. that.
0: Would, wow, that would have been uh, like 94 95, street, right?
2: Yeah. Dude, you got to see a photo of me at the National, yeah. So I got hooked up by a company, uh, a bike shop, uh, Shirley Bikes. It was like a bright orange shirt with a red and black print on the front, oh, okay. Squirrely Shirley, everyone fucking called them. So I'm on Shirley Bikes, I'm wearing my Axo Leathers from Motocross. Oh, right. And I cased the fuck out of the finish line doubles on my purple Auburn. How what? old were you? 15? 15? Yeah, you're going for yeah, it. Yeah, I ro- went for it. And in like 15, racing rookie. Yeah. Rookie? Yeah, hell yeah. yeah like I gotta novice? go. Gotta send it. Yeah, I didn't. I, <laughs> I got number four novice in, when I was 16. Yeah, and yeah. then I only did two races in X. And then we were like, fuck this. Like, racing's. You ride for how long in the day and you're there all day? Like, let's yeah, go to the trails, you know? Oh, so you, you weren't in BMX racing that long it felt like forever but it was like four years or three years you know what i mean i didn't yeah, i didn't yeah. race that long yeah but me and shu went to a national in new jersey yeah when i turned expert and i made the main and me and him both pushed over one of the sonners over the first turn on the kid on dance to tag yeah, it's like timmy or timmy or todd sonner todd, mom yeah. was crazy blonde hair yeah, yeah um but i was like this is cool i made the main and we crashed out fucking sonner in the first turn and, like, uh, that was my end of my expert career. I never raced again. This so, was in Jersey? Yeah, New Jersey. It was, was the track that, like... The,
0: had to be Edgar Harbor or Mullica Hill. The one that was, was on a downhill?
2: The, uh, the starting gate would drop, and you would go, like, underground, basically. Like, it was so downhill. It was cut out. Remember that yeah, track? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't remember what st- it was. You could stand next to the fence yeah, and, like, I mean, heckle the fucking guys on the gate if yeah. you wanted to. I think it was, like, but, Flemington, and it was the first big sweeping left-hand turn. I can still see the that track in my left. head. That but, uh, left. anyway uh that was like my one and only expert main event and that was fun that was a cool like finishing point you know but uh that same not to jump around but that same year it's when todd Lyons got sponsored by knucklebone and he's on the he's on the gate and db's like knucklebone knucklebone like yelling between him and babona (laughs) but you could stand like you're basically if you remember i think it's flemington you could stand like this, as close as you and yeah. I are, to, yeah. like, Gate 8, or whatever the gate is kind in the right Like, South Park. I mean, so close. Yeah, like, close. So he's yelling, knuckleball, knuckle." This guy's in, like, pro main event. Yeah, like, Evansville. <laughs> this is, it wasn't. It, was it definitely Jersey? It was definitely Jersey. Okay, because
0: you know Evansville, same thing. And you heard yeah. the stories on Bavona's about that one. Yeah, Evansville. Yelling at Gary Ellis. That's our heckling Gary Ellis.
2: Yeah, that was my path. It was definitely racing first, and it helps so much. Because, like, now I could even... I haven't ridden in a while, but I went to the pump track recently, like... Uh, Percy Rainer, yeah, and you, yeah, you don't like forget that type of shit, like sure. them how to pump and how to carve a fucking turn, yeah. you know. Like, right. if you're just like a street kid, which is nothing wrong with that, you don't right. never had that, right. you know. Right. So that's why it's great, like a Foster so well rounded. Brad Sims started; he mm-hmm. was first. I don't know if you watched the video came out yesterday. Stu put put together I called Power. Did, I didn't know. It's like 16 minutes. It's sick. Really? So watch that. Yeah, it's all about Brad Sims's rise. I've, I've read that it's from so. Maryland, and yeah. you know he used to come up with. um Saunders yeah. and they both got sponsored by Bulldog and, and so okay. on and so forth. But like when you have the BMX race background first, yeah, like yeah. then it's it's sick, like, yeah, you know, you, you know, I don't know who else, like or like Trails right first, and then you know, yeah. like Doyle and shit, and like all these guys that raced or either rode Trails first and yeah. then yeah. go on from that, like it right. like definitely sent down some rails, you know, there was mm-hmm. one moment or one winter for some reason in Austin, like all I wanted to do was like rails and shit. So like yeah. me and Tim, you would go out and film and around the campus and I was like doing rails and shit and that was yeah. fun. But like, I don't know. I think just going back to the beginning, was always like the best as far as like making you into the rider you could become if you start racing first, I yeah. think. But yeah, I don't know. Everyone has a different path. No, but it's absolutely. crazy now. Like you like, we're talking about Instagram before, like these little kids who are like 10 yeah. doing like flip whips. Yeah but they right. can't do a turn down. You know what I mean? It's like, it's it's crazy. You're like, you yeah. know, I'm sure, um, so, you know, I'll get a ground chuck or something probably have to deal still, there with that shit too, yeah. you know? Maybe yeah, maybe. yeah, maybe. Yeah. We'll see what he says. Yeah. <laughs> I could
0: have him call in too if you want. <laughs> him and I don't have that much history. Like, oh, what's no, crazy? Just, we could just listen oh, yeah. to, hear just, to yeah, what just, he has just, to, you're just, to say. You're I, mean, you're, sick too. I don't I care talk- if you guys are friends or not.
2: <laughs> I was talking to Terry about this at bowling the other day. I saw a photo from Push. Right. Which is, it's cool to say, like, that we went to Push. Like, I went to yeah. Posh. Like, I rode, I and mean, Posh is yeah. still around, but, like, I rode nom like, uh, Pipeline Trails and, you know, in Minersville, and, yeah, you know, we talked to Mulville. I got to go to Castleberry. Like, all these, like, cool places I got yeah. to ride. Yeah. But, like, so I saw a photo recently, mm-hmm. and it said Push Trails, like, 92 to 98. Like, it was only yeah. around for, like, a few years. Yeah, but, like, it, it felt there. like Push was around for, like, yeah. forever. And, like, it felt yeah. like Seb's yeah. was around forever, but it yeah. wasn't. Like, yeah. there was, like four or five years right. of like heyday of steps you know I was so lucky to be part of some of those yeah. like I was just fucking visiting. pumped to make it through the 16 my first time making it through the 16 pack I was like same oh, as we were talking awesome. about how like cloud nine at the wedding that night because yeah. I jumped a double on my dirt bike yes I don't even know what it felt like but to finally get through the 16 yeah, pack man. was like hell yeah like I I, I did it you know it which these fun. guys that was is, fucking nothing but I
1: don't realize how Freaking young we were, too. Yeah. We're 15 years old. That's, that's why fun. I said we'd go to Ohio yeah. with no supervision. Yeah, you
2: know. we'd, we'd be out from your parents' house. Yeah. Like My parents would drop me off It was if it was during the school year. Right. His mom would meet... Like, in the middle. Remember, you? like, your mom would drive to, like, Huntington. Yeah. My mom would drive me out from Queens. We would meet on this fucking service road to the L.A. They didn't even really know each other yet, our parents. There's no cell phones. There's nobody to check up. There's no social media. Call me when
1: you get a chance. They would drop me off on a Friday. Right, yeah.
2: And then I... Oh, you know what it was? Yeah. They would drop me off on a Friday after school, and then my dad would drive out on Sunday to go to Shoreham to volunteer. He used to volunteer at the track. He would drop the gate. Oh, that's cool. And uh, then I'd go home. So I think I would always spend the Fridays and Saturdays at Shoe's house. But in the summer, yeah they would just drop me off and they were probably like, All right, like <laughs> see, see you, you later. I have a four my sister's four years older than me. So like she, at that point she was probably like out doing her thing. And yeah. I was out with the shoes. Yeah. And they were probably like, Wow, we have the house to ourselves again. Like the the kids <laughs> yeah. are gone, you know. Right. But um yeah, I'm very fortunate and and lucky to have you know, how cool his parents are, you know. Because they would bring us everywhere. Like if my dad wasn't bringing us to a race, then they were bringing us right. to a race. Right. And uh, you know, it's it's great that to, you know not everyone. If you don't if you don't have supportive parents and you're trying to do a sport like this, it's kind of tough because then you yeah. have to bum rides or you know find your way to these races. You know, but like sure. we're very lucky that we were able to do that. You know. Oh. The
0: era, it's and I'm sure the newer. And it was so don't short. over and over again, but the era was
2: amazing. It was. Yes. Dude, when we finally started driving ourselves to races, yeah. he had a Volkswagen bug. Yeah. Oh, and jeez, wow. we're Volkswagen. driving to <laughs> Connecticut for a race uh Bethel. Yeah. I don't know if it's a regional a national, whatever. They have a national, I there? nationals? Yeah. Alright, yeah. so we're going yeah. there, it's I don't know what month it is or whatever, right? So we're driving and many times I've been in Shu's car with like the hood would fucking open and like <laughs> we'd be driving on the highway. His yeah, like his headlights are just. Body kit on
1: it, so it was like
2: bucket, His it was. like headlights have just stopped working oh, okay, out of nowhere. Yeah. Uh, we're in a rainstorm, and his fucking windshield wipers decided like not work. So we're basically like going <laughs> to Connecticut in a go kart, and on the way, I'm feeling like this rattle, right? Like a wheels rattling. I'm like, "Yo, is that all right? Like it feels a little sketchy." Like we're going over the Thawk Bridge.
0: Yeah.
2: And he's like, "Yeah, that's fine." I'm like, all right, I guess like just fucking grip it and rip it, you right. know? Like let's go. <laughs> so we we spend the weekend in Connecticut. I think we stayed at like the Climbars' house or or somewhere oh, nice. or yeah. Um, uh, I don't know, somewhere we stayed.
1: Who did you stay at the Yeah, who
2: do you always yeah. ride with though? It was him and uh Keller, uh,
1: yeah, Kellerman. Chris Keller. And we stayed yeah. at one of their houses,
2: right? Yeah, so yeah. we go to the race and we're on our way home. Yeah, this fucking wheel falls off the car <laughs> on the highway. I'm sleeping. The, did, the, the
1: tire blew out. The, the wheel didn't.
2: Oh, I boy. thought the fucking fender was in the air. I don't know. They
1: blew the fender off the car.
2: So I'm sleeping in the in the passenger of seat. A spare in the back, right?
1: No, of course not. I was. didn't no, think no, so.
2: I, did. I just wanted to make no sure. Way. I was. So, I I shouldn't. Honestly, take like this many years later. I'm sorry. I uh, what I'm about to say happened after that. So I'm like sleeping in the car, and I and I hear a fucking bang. I look over. shoes holding the steering wheel like for Dude, dear life. On a highway. Right. I look in the rearview mirror quick like the side view mirror and I'm yeah. seeing the fucking fender in the air and shoe gripping the wheel like we're about to die right we pull over Probably I don't know how it worked out because there was like no cell phones but That's, like no Bavona
1: happened to see us on the side of the road just was no driving way. past us yeah, I was over. so
2: pissed at shoe like <laughs> because like honestly I left I got in there, like, I probably should have stayed with you, a boy, I should have stayed with you, you're my boy, but, like, I was so furious at him, because, like, I told him this days prior, like, check into this wheel, he almost kills us, and then I I left, I got a ride home from somebody else, but I don't know,
1: how did did you get home? I had to call my dad, and he had to drive up to Connecticut, we was on a Sunday, we had to drive around trying to find a wheel shop. Yeah, yeah. Funny part was, I left all the lug nuts in the back of, uh the rookie's van oh no so i was in, <laughs> so i had to take a lug nut off every other wheel just to get, <laughs> get the the spare that we got dude put on so, so i on was fucked that's i, I
2: was gosh. i yeah. was pissed that's not the f- that's not the that's first spare, time we got into I mean. a car accident <laughs> yep. in main show we flipped his uh forerunner oh, toyota forerunner
0: yeah. yeah
2: and uh, if he wasn't wearing a seatbelt yeah. i would have died uh, i wasn't wearing my seatbelt so we're you we're getting up we're starting to talk about trails, now we're talking about fucking car accidents, but long story short, if anyone yeah. cares about this, where yeah. Shu plays poker, I don't play poker, if you invite me to play poker, I'm basically just like a donation for the yeah, fucking yeah. pot, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing, right? Yeah. So, all of his friends were playing poker, I'm living in Ronkakuma at the time, he's like, do you want to go, I'll pick you up. Yeah. We go, I'm just drinking beers the whole night, we decide to go back home, I don't recommend you do this, kids, but I'm drinking a beer in the car, I'm drinking a glass bottle yeah. of yeah. and we decide we're going to stop off at a gentleman's club. On the way home, we pull into the gentleman's Club parking lot, and I'm like, "This place looks fucking sketchy. I don't want to go here." Yeah. Right. Uh, so he's like, want on- d- December, it was, it was cold. It was, it was like freezing rain. Again. Yeah, it was disgusting. I yeah. do so no like, be a shitty night, right?" Yeah. <laughs> so
0: Especially it's Motor
2: Parkway <laughs> or Ocean Ave, whatever, like fast road, right, right over there, right? Yeah, yeah. So we're pulling out of the parking lot. Onto the road. I do mean, no, no. I don't know where you're talking. Yeah, <laughs> what am I saying? Yeah, it's, yeah, right. it's, a, it's a fast. It's doing. a fast road, right? Yeah. right. So I'm like, hey, yeah, you want to go to like McDonald's instead? <laughs> and We'll meet Mulville <laughs> over there. <McDonald's> or <laughs> so yeah. I don't know. <laughs> so we. He's it's like, raining. yeah, sure. He makes the left to cross over onto the other side of the road. Yeah. And it was raining out, and his tires start to spin. Oh, and man, I'm man. saying to myself, On like, shit. Committed. He'd already commit. He already went and this fucking car did not even slow down and T-bones us and flips the flying, flying. Was, yeah. flips the forerunner and I'm holding the glass beer uh, in my hand my God. and I'm thinking to myself it's one of those things where it's slow motion Yeah. like exactly. I even remember being like oh shit like I said something and then boom car gets hit and it was like silence the car's skidding on its side my window shatters yeah. I look up at Shu still in his seatbelt yeah. and if he wasn't in his seatbelt he would have landed on me because I'm skidding on yeah. the window right. and my arm was like uh scraped up from that being outside. Oh my God. And the and the beer broke, right? So we climb out of the window. No, we'll
1: climb out of the sunroof. Yeah, we
2: climb out something. Yeah. Get out. The kid that hit us, we're instantly like we got to call the cops. Yeah. He's, he's calling his bloody. friends. Yeah. He was he's fucked up. up. Yeah. He was like drunk or something. He's like I'm leaving. He was going to leave the scene. Yeah. So he hit us so hard his steering wheel fell off. Yeah. And his face was bloody and shit, but Whatever we got lucky, but wow. I didn't leave him that night. I stayed. Yeah,
1: <laughs> so, I stayed at your house. Yeah, you
2: stayed time. over at my house, yeah. and I was supposed to. Bar- I was barking at the time. I couldn't work. My my neck was all fucked up. And, yeah, uh, we got lucky yeah. in that one,
1: but that was a rough one. Yeah.
2: yeah. Wow. Anyway, <laughs> whew, that's uh, that's this really back in.
0: oh my god! Bmx podcast, guys.
2: This is uh, Bmx <laughs> in our blood. This
1: is like this is like your Mets podcast. Dude, we, we do really talk about the Mets. Like <laughs> for those not right. not
2: getting the visual, we are sitting in the Seven Lines headquarters here, where yeah. I do orange and blue thing, a nice little baseball show. And the girl that co-hosts with me, yeah, the Mets will fucking suck, right? Like yeah. for a week or two weeks, whatever, and hasn't haven't won a game. We'll sit here, camera goes on, and we'll talk about anything but baseball for an hour. <laughs> yeah. But I'd be like, oh, by the way. Grab a course light, Light. (laughs) courselight.com/slash-ibt, like Like, rattle it off, and then you know hit the sponsorship you know points, and then we just like, all right, see you next Monday, and I'll go to the dirt bike track. Like,
0: (laughs) and that's of course when they're away, right? Oh, Mets, or or is this not even on game day? Every every Monday, every Monday, period. Usually every Monday, like one or and they should be playing on Monday unless there's a rain. Yeah, 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 not during the day. Yeah, yeah, it's great. I know that, but otherwise I thought there was four quarters in baseball. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm a Red Sox fan. That really puts me in, in some well, different division, at least. Yeah, yeah we so you can't we know, even get along now. We like well, the, we all hate the Yankees. Yeah, right? yeah that's it. All right, yeah. so we're all good.
1: We're good. Boston's all right with us. Yeah. <laughs> all right, good, thank God.
0: <laughs> I was looking for an escape room. <laughs> oh, man, let's see.
1: <laughs> Maybe you should go over what the seven line is. People might not yeah, know. yeah, it's yeah. Mets stuff. Well, well f- <laughs> All right. well, we hit the,
0: we, do you want to briefly describe what 7-Line is? Sure. It, let's, um, let's,
2: we'll nothing I, I feel like nothing I start talking about is brief, but I'll try to make it quick. <laughs> so I basically, if you're so if you a BMX rider, you understand like rider-owned businesses. And basically, when my BMX career was coming to an end, and I already had the experience of knowing how to like print shirts and and you know build a community-type aspect of getting people together... I was like, all right. Well, I already own this equipment. I love the Mets. I'm going to Mets games anyway. Why don't I just make some shirts that support the Mets and the fan base? And then that's how it started. So I was making T-shirts, selling them at my tailgate parties or like walking around the parking lot in a backpack and selling them. Basically, the same thing you do at a track. Yeah. And then fans were like, wow, this is cool. This is different. Using the logo? Nah. I was very, say very close to trademark infringement. Nah but okay. not riding Mets and you know so on and so forth oh good so you did it right kind of but then I, they wanted to sue me eventually okay but, um, <laughs> well everybody does yeah. yeah so you're on Long Island that's I was what, like that's what you guys do yeah. um, you know how can I essentially it was like how can I make some shirts yeah. spend the money to buy more tickets just go to more games that was all I wanted to do go to yeah. more baseball games and fund it somehow right you know So I was making the shirts and people were like, wow, this is cool, like I'd rather wear this guy's shirt than go to Modell's and buy a shirt or go to Dick's or whatever, you know? So that spread really quickly because the team sucked and we were bringing people together to go like watch games. So I'd buy tickets and we'd put it together with a T-shirt and and basically build an experience around, hey, the Mets suck, but like, hey Joe, you like the Mets? we do too. Like (laughs) I like the Mets, hey sure, you like the Mets? Like let's go watch the Mets together and drink some beers and hang out, you know? Sure. And then that just turned into the brand of the seven line and people who don't know the seven line is the train through queens is the seven and -hmm. people call the clothing company usually a line so it's like the seven line makes sense because it's a a brand a a line a clothing line yeah um and then i was starting to sell these tickets on my site and i was getting in trouble because you can't sell tickets on a website that's not like mlb.com or mets.com but I was buying so many tickets a year, thousands and thousands of tickets a year, that the Mets were like, well, we don't want this guy to go away. So how can we work you this got out? Him. You so got him right I basically did him. it backwards. Like, I didn't ask for, for permission. It was like, ask for forgiveness and, did, and whatever. Yeah, did you beg for forgiveness? Or did you Not just, really. Like, you I went to these to. very scary fucking Park Avenue meetings in, in the city, Manhattan, mm. with like MLB offices. Me like this. Like, you can't see I'm dressed in jeans and a t-shirt here or whatever. Yeah. But you have you seen the social network with Mark Zuckerberg? No. So Mark Zuckerberg, when he started Facebook, he went to these crazy meetings. And he's sitting at the table with, like, shorts and flip-flops with these, like, very scary people. And I'm thinking the same thing. Like, I'm sitting in Park Avenue. I'm like, this can go one of two ways. Like, I'd either get, like, sued and shut down or, like, work out a deal and continue. But are the loyal fans going to think that that's a sellout move by partnering with the league, you know? Sure. So, the way it worked was I had to work out a licensing deal for the apparel through MLB licensing and whatever. So, so become a licensee. So, then I was able to sell the tickets with the shirts and continue to do business as I was doing. Yeah. But when I was at the table, they brought up a few instances like, well, you did this, you did this. like, And then I said to the guys, I'm like, listen, at this point, it's too late. You had a chance to shut me down and you didn't. Right. And now the Mets are behind it and let's figure this out. Right. You know? and And um, I wasn't trying to be, like, cocky about it. But, like, I mean, granted, MLB could do whatever they want to do. Baseball would go on without me if the 7 line wasn't around. The Mets fans would still be going to games. But I think that everyone in the room realized that it became something that was positive around the fan base. And why wouldn't they give it a shot, you know? So to that point and continuing further down the road, I'm the only one that's ever gotten a license for Major League Baseball ever as a fan. So that's... Crazy. So there is no other officially licensed fan group for any team Mm -hmm. that makes apparel that's owned by a fan in the history of the sport. Wow. So my deal was three years, three or four years in the beginning. It started in 2014 as an officially licensed brand, and now it's 2022. So in the beginning, I think that they were like, this guy's a trouble... I was making sure it said, like, getting shitty at City, the Philly Fanatic has herpes. (laughs) Like, I was making, like, some crazy (laughs) shit, you know, (laughs) that, like... Now, really? looking back, I'm like, I wouldn't even wear – like, why would I wear that? Like, it's – you know? So, like, going back to, like, evolving, yeah, yeah. like FBM would evolve or sure. whoever – the Slayer would evolve. Mm-hmm. If you don't evolve, you die. And it's the kind of thing where I worked out the licensing deal. Uh-huh. And now, everything I make does have to go through an approval process with the leak. So, I can't make whatever the fuck I want anymore. Neither would I want to. Like, it's not – about that it's about the community yeah yeah so the seven line and you're also talking i just families, gave you a 10 minute answer yeah. on what the seven line is but it's basically a way to bring mets fans together mm-hmm. uh put on fun events travel the country we've been at every single ballpark in in the national league so far as a group and every time we go somewhere it's minimum of a thousand people yeah. average what? the, the we average the is a yeah, thousand we went to boston for, last year with 1600 people yeah. Yeah. on a what? tuesday on a tuesday night 1600 people in boston
1: before every game, we have a pregame somewhere. Pregame party, then we then march we together walk through the stands. To yeah, to the stadium. 16 to the other people together in the streets of Boston walking to the stadium. Sick. Chanting. So, know, like, we'll have Mets. a pregame party. Yeah, I'll grab great. a
2: microphone and be like, What's up, guys? Thanks for coming. Like, pump everyone up, or try to anyway. And then we go to the game. But the way it works is the teams now call us. Yeah. Which is crazy. Like, the Red Sox will call us, Hey, you coming back? The Mets are on the schedule. Yeah. Like, they want because that's the easiest that's fucking sale crazy. that guy ever made. Yeah,
0: yeah. I'm like, hey, yeah, I need yeah. 600
2: tickets, and I don't need right. you to like hustle me. You know, like, right. wh- what's it gonna cost? And right. then I have to mark it up to include our T-shirt and our. We do a special event game patch. Yeah, and then we have fun. Wow, So that's what it is. But we don't go anywhere really unless it's average thousand people. Yeah, so it's right. it's sick. We're going to Denver. And they just have to just they just meet you there. Meet yeah. me there. Yeah, you're on your own. Together. So you do. Yeah. yeah, so yeah. we're going to Denver in May. May twenty first. We have fifteen hundred tickets reserved. I think they'll sell out in like. Are you
0: gambling that? Are you reserving? Or I res- you don't have to. Pay I have to them? pay for up
2: front at least half. So There's I know I'm going to sell more than that. The okay. So the way it works though, like we went to Denver in two thousand fifteen, and it was yeah. so sick that like anyone who went already is like, mm-hmm. I have to go back, or if I missed it, I have to go. Yeah. So like oh, we turn oh, it okay. into such like an event where I'll put the tickets up. And I'll know within, like, the first 10 minutes if it's going to sell out. It's like, a, it's like a concert. Like, you put a Billy Joel concert tickets for yeah. fucking MSG. Yeah. But it's baseball. It's, yeah. As long yeah. as it stays cool, I'll do yeah. it forever, you know? Like, as right. long as it continues, right. I'm down, you know? All right, so if, we're in this room. So that's you the 7-1. You your new company, maybe you should... Oh, Silent Shredders? Yeah. yeah. I saw that the in there, too. That's,
0: a, that's Emoto, though, right? Yeah, that's, that's Moto that's, stuff, yeah. Okay, we'll get to the Moto yeah. stuff. All right. Hold your orders Brian. <laughs> just kidding. Um, so tell me what you make because shirts obviously, yeah, are they jersey type shirts like, like uh, you're wearing? Yeah, they, yeah, yeah. Uh, so
2: we have a deal with,
0: um, I gotta get one of those at home the poster, of Darren.
2: Yeah, well, that's that's a cutout. What back when they wouldn't allow fans in the ballpark, um, oh, they were selling they cutouts, play. yeah. So yeah. our section's right in center field. The Mets worked it out where if you're part of our crew, you could be in our section. So like, even though no fans were at the games for the entire season of sure. 19, yeah. or was it 20? 20. 20, yeah. our cutouts were in the stands. And then at the end of the year, you could get it. Each personalized. Right. So, so this, this was like in the stands, that's my buddy Dave. But uh this was in the stands the entire yeah. season on my seat where I'm supposed oh, to normally so sit it. cool. But anyway, Wow. so what, so what, so what did you, you mean? Grow something.
0: Yeah, we make everything. So everything. if you go to the like, dot com, But almost everything, I... Well, I mean, do you do these things here? You you do you bobbleheads? Bobble
2: like special limited edition shit. But honestly, like... Yeah. You have the made. We have them made. Really? But, uh... I mean, if, unless you could be
0: printed. Print, Christmas then you ornaments. Make. You make everything, Christmas
2: right? ornaments. Yeah, everything. But, like, we don't want to make, like... Honestly, she was drunk one night and texted me, like, you don't want to do this. Like, I started selling everything. Yeah. But it had to be, like... Either special to us or like limited edition items. Sure. And I started to sell the white pinstripe jerseys that weren't our jerseys. It was like the Mets jerseys. Yeah. So yeah. I started stocking jerseys. Remember the pinstripe pullover came out?
1: Yeah,
2: I bought one. And, see? And he bought one. But he texted me like, <laughs> I He's like, this is a bad idea. You shouldn't just start selling everything, which I agree. Like, you can't be like an everything brand because then you're not sure. specific. Hey, you
1: don't want to be
2: motels. Yeah, you don't want to be like, I'm not making like license plate holders and shit like yeah. that. But like, if it's cool, mm-hmm. we're going to make it. Right. But we kind of, that right there says home run on it, like with the red. It's a koozie. Yes, yep. If you go to like thehome.runapple.com, I think is what I bought. Yeah. I buy a bunch of domain names, and I always have them redirect back to me. Oh, so like something else you tried to teach me that I didn't do. The Mets <laughs> renamed their road in I front could of the have ballpark. Been so
0: successful by now. <laughs> <laughs> Instead, I'm <of laughs> thinking I don't know if I should do this anymore. All right. Anyway. The
2: Mets renamed their road Seaver Way, and for some reason they didn't buy SeaverWay.com. It cost me like three bucks. So I bought Seaver Way. They renamed the road in front of their ballpark in Port St. Lucie, Piazza Drive. I bought Piazza Drive. It's like three bucks. And then you redirect it and it all goes back to you. So if someone's Googling any of this shit, it goes to the seven line. But anyway, the it's, Home on Apple, it's
0: all going to redirect, everything, everything redirects.
2: redirects. It's like three bucks. You go on GoDaddy and fucking buy a domain name.
0: There must be such a huge love-hate relationship
2: with the, with the marketing department or just... I think by now, you general. know, 13 years later, I think yeah. that we kind of made the Home on Apple popular as, it's yeah. always been popular, but we made the Home on Apple popular as far as a uh, merchandising side. Yeah. No one was making Home on Apple anything. Right. We have a beanie, we have a sweater, we have oh a koozie, right. we have an ornament, we have like a sweater right there.
1: Blow
2: up, blow up. A seven foot tall inflatable blow up home run apple. We, sell, we sold 700 of the fucking things. Crazy. Jeez. I mean, Actually more, actually that was our second order. We got over a thousand home run yeah. apple inflatables. Oh seven feet gosh. tall. How
1: many beanies have you sold?
2: Thousands. Thousands, thousands of thousands this of thousands one skew of, of a hat, home run yeah. apple. And so they, the, uh, the inflatables that we yeah. sold for 150 bucks, they're on eBay for $400. So people like the the resale market, like how people like, oh, Nike's, like exclusive yeah. Nike's and whatever. Yeah. The resale market on our stuff is, is a real thing too, which baseball fans don't really understand. Right. You know, because it's a different, it's a different um, like industry, you know? Yeah. So right. whatever. So I just try to keep it creative and make fun stuff. Nice.
0: All right. So one of my questions earlier was, did you get your confidence to do man-made from BMX and then confidence for
2: man-made to do seven line. Well, for man-made, I think at that point, if you think about like, every scene had like little t-shirt companies, you know, I'm sure there's ones in Connecticut and, you know, out here. Yeah, of course. Yeah. The stuff was a little bit before my time. Out on Long Island, it was obviously Soup's was making shirts, Bass was making yeah. shirts. Like yeah. when I started man-made, Reed was making stuff called Stealth. Oh, okay. Uh There's like different companies that would pop up. Right. But for whatever reason, man-made, you know, you know, not to talk shit on soups or, or no. stealth or anything, but like it became bigger, you know? Mm-hmm. So like, um, I don't know if that had something, if it was just luck or maybe with the guys I sponsored or, you know, my salesman back, I don't know. I just, it, it just worked out to, to work in my favor. But like, yeah. there's definitely inspirations, you know, like I, I'd be lying if I wasn't like, Oh, Supes makes t-shirts. I can make t-shirts, you know, like that's how sure. it really started. But I learned to make shirts at high school. In my mm-hmm. senior year of high school, is how I started making shirts. Right. And you know, Man Made, me and Shoe were, were, he founded Man Made with me. Right. Oh, yeah. But he only lasted like a week or, or a month or something. That so, was like, not very long. it was very short. Yeah, did he come up with the name? Just he came up with the name Shoe named Man Made, Man Made. But, but.
0: He went and bought the website. So yeah, yeah right. Yeah. You're done.
2: So got <laughs> <let> you too.
1: <laughs> no, you know what it was. I don't even know how. <laughs> time, I don't get the commission that he uh, no. gets from. No. Oh my
2: God, the commission checks we have to write every month is fucking insane. It's scary. But um, anyway, so man made. Yeah. The I was printing the shirts and buying the blanks and selling them at the track, whatever. But for some reason, we were still doing this 50% split, and I was like, Well, I'm doing all the work. Like we probably should just worked out a different revenue split, and he would have still been a partner. Yeah. But like,
1: yeah. Anyway, that's. <laughs>
2: No, whatever. Man, that's 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 neither here nor there. It was fucking twenty five years ago. Friends,
0: it's yeah. not a
1: big. Deal. Yeah, I mean, right. it just would have helped no, them live and eat. But, but the seven lines, no big deal. If you think about like totally startups, fine. do you watch, do you watch uh,
2: Shark Tank at all?
0: I have, I have watched. it. I'm yes. obsessed
2: with Shark Tank, and like think, I haven't watched it lately, but I have, I used to. Hearing people's story about like debt and startup and yeah. shit like that. I, to start the seven line, my only startup cost was buying the website. Right. I already owned everything. Right. I owned this the T-shirt printing, like the press. I owned all the inks. Yeah. I owned the screens. Right. Just like, all right, let me make a couple shirts and go to the go to the the stadium with them and sell them. So like yeah, the startup right. cost was like ten bucks. Yeah, buy the domain. Now like, you don't fucking hear that, you know? Like startup for our business is like ten dollars. Yeah. So yeah. like pretty sick, but yeah.
0: Here's some Tom Pavone questions. <laughs> I gotta skip some of them. Uh, <laughs> the, it's oh, here you go. This is a good one. From Tom Bavona, if you had to mimic a seven-line outing, but it was a Supercross race, huh. and the whole section has to be BMXers, what race would it be, and who would you pick to go with? Wow. Let's, let's skip Good the question. pick. We don't have enough time today to list everything you, would, everyone you would uh, invite to pick to go with you. But I like the idea of uh,
2: where would you go, what, mm-hmm. what Supercross um, venue, so I we're going to Anaheim anyway this summer, right? So I think that Anaheim one seems like such a like a big event where it's yeah. like you know opening day for baseball type thing. So like if Absolutely. we could bring out our crew for like an opening day style yeah. event at Supercross, that'd be fucking sick. And a lot but, of us uh, haven't been. I don't know if
0: anyone that's been. I mean, there's people from Mulligan the group goes. Yeah, like yeah, he yeah. lives. Like yeah. for
2: us, our East Coast people, I don't think any of us have went to Anaheim as far as like our fantasy crew is concerned. But like, I'd love to go next year. I want to go. Like sure. I, not with the seven line, but like I would love to go with us if we could yeah. swing it. Like I'll right do. after New Year's.
0: Yeah, yeah. Supercross yeah. fantasy league yeah. that we weren't going to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> well, everyone's just <laughs> yeah. jealous. I got the red plate right now, but you by do. The time this, you do. Right. By the time
2: this comes out, I might not be the the red plate holder anymore. Maybe. Well, you actually did your picks though. I do my picks immediately when I don't. I still, I still will, be, will be obsessed with watching qualifying, but I won't change my picks. Unless, Unless someone, someone gets, gets hurt. hurt. There's right. like someone it's gets scratched. There's got to be some. Yeah. you got to have oh, some pick, movement in that. Picks open at 10 a.m. on Sunday. Yeah. My picks were in by 10.02 <laughs> last Sunday morning. because <laughs> the only thing I – I already knew my top five. Yeah, but I wasn't sure what the wild card was going to be, which is yeah, 15th I mean, tonight, which was pretty hard to pick.
1: That's just so you can get higher in overall points. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's
2: how you get the weekly – like gifts that. from yeah. from Rocky Mountain is if you yeah. get your picks in early I'll probably put Bogle in there
0: again for the 15 or as I did with 10 I You know, know. She, I did
2: something with Bogle you know when f- Shoe first started doing fantasy he yeah. would pick Brock Shoemaker who doesn't even make the mains
1: oh, I remember because that. because he's
2: like oh what a great guy like <laughs> he must be fast Brock Shoemaker doesn't even make the <laughs> fucking <laughs> night show and Shu would put him into like win. <laughs> I
1: know what he does it's
2: <laughs> great yeah Oh, man. I love how many BMX guys are stoked on moto, though. Like, the I majority of the people, of like, people in our fantasy <laughs> don't ever ride a dirt bike. You know, aren't dirt bike riders. Oh, oh in that way, no. yeah,
0: I agree. Yeah. Um, but in the way of so many BMXers loving to watch Supercross. Oh, yes. Yeah.
2: God. I think Supercross should recognize that there's a lot of BMX. I think there's and the crossovers now. Yeah. I think a lot of those guys are there because they do the shows outside. Like, that's why Mulligan would be yeah, there. Yeah, but, like, yeah. a lot of the guys that do, like, the dirt contest outside the venue will then probably get tickets to go watch the, the sure. main, you know, or whatever. So, sure. Yeah. But there's a huge, everyone's always been into Supercross. Mm-hmm. It's,
0: even if we don't ride it. right, right. That's what I'm saying. But let's see. What was the best seven-line outing to
2: date? I always think about San Diego. We went there in 2016. We were there's a Sports Illustrated documentary about us. I don't know if you've seen it. So like, they followed us for a year. I love all these small little things. Yeah, yeah, Sports sports Illustrated. No big deal. No big deal. Sports Illustrated. It's the first time they ever got uh, not permission, but the approval to do a full length documentary, which is like ends up being like 40 something minutes because it's commercials. Sure. From the league Mm -hmm. to do it on a Fan group through, I don't know, forever, wherever. So they were able to use like official clips from MLB. Yeah. Sports Illustrated followed us around for the year. Yeah. Came to events. They actually filmed us riding BMX too. So, like, that's in there. Yeah. At Patio Trails. And then.
0: uh, That was all part of it? Yeah.
2: It's like, it's it's on, you you could see it on, it's online. I'll send you the link.
0: Hey, Darren's assistant. Could you send me the link (laughs) at some point? (laughs) It's called, (laughs) uh, (laughs) I mean,
2: Darren, 49% owner. Can you. Um, si had their own platform, kind of like an Amazon or like a Netflix for a little bit. I think it got bought out, but it was on yeah. there. It's called "Loyal to the Last Out." But anyway, so they were following us around. And in sixteen, we were in San Diego, and Bartolo Colon. I don't know if you know who that, that is. Big guy. Yeah. Well, hey, like the rest of the pitchers. Yeah. right here. It's right here.
0: Was so played he the Indians for a while. Uh, he's was everywhere. All around. So. He was there, yeah.
2: Yeah. On this date, we just so happened to pick an outing on May 7th, 2016. I'm holding a bobblehead for people who can't see it. And it's his head bobbles, and so does his stomach because he's so heavy. <laughs> so on that day, he became the oldest player ever to hit his first home run. I
1: think it's also the longest home run trot. Oh, yeah, the yeah. the slowest. slowest. It took
2: him so long to get around the bases. And, uh, well, he's still a runner, I'm kidding. <laughs> When he gets to the dugout, all the players left. They they all went into the uh, into the locker room, like to fuck with him, you know. Yeah. So he gets into the into the dugout, and all his, all his teammates are gone. But we we were there. So this day started yeah. so sick, and it's in the documentary yeah. where we partied at a bar prior. Uh-huh. We go out into the street and completely shut the street down because we have hundreds and hundreds of people that came to the bar ahead of time. They were all where you. we paraded to the ballpark God, yeah, yeah. and the people in San Diego were like, oh, what like this is cool. Like they didn't care. You would, like shut a street yeah. down in another city, they're like, What the fuck are you guys doing? Down right. of the road, right. you know? Like imagine they did it in New York you get run over. You go to the game, he hits the home run, we're there. It was it was it was sick. And Howie Rose, yeah. who does the radio broadcast, yeah. he knew we were there. He always shouts us out. He's like the Seven Line Army right field might tear this ballpark down. Like he says yeah. it on the on the if you look it up, like the replay of it. Yeah, it's sick. So that that hands this down, is the right big. Not- yeah, yeah, Matt. Okay. okay, got um, it. I think that's definitely a top one for sure. Yeah. Like it's hard to top that. That was so sick. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Well here's a simple question. Is no in your vocabulary. That was from me.
2: (laughs) (laughs) What's it to to like not wanting to do something? Yeah, have you ever said no to
0: a have you ever said no to a uh, to a deal?
2: Uh yeah, dude. Uh, for our fucking podcast. Yeah. We got hit up for like dick pills, and I was like, oh, I'm not doing that. Like, I'll- <laughs> oh yeah, now they're
0: doing the Manscaped deal. That's yeah. everywhere. I was like, nah, you
2: know, we have to keep it like somewhat related to what we're doing. So, like, of course, like we. This is one of our sponsors too. Like, Dugout Mugs. They make, they take bats and turn them into shot glasses and mugs. Really? They work out of Florida, so like that makes sense. You know, like Dugout Mugs, Coors Light, you know shit like that. Shu shook his head, head when when you said no. What do I say no to? Anything? No,
1: I'm saying you you say no to a lot of things that I would be. Very tempted to say yes to if I was in your position. Wow. You, 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 I can't think of anything specifically,
2: well there's stuff behind, you know, behind the scenes that happened and I'm like, I can't do that. You yeah, know what I mean? Like yeah, right. dude, before the seven lines started, not before it started, yeah. before I got the licensing deal, when I was selling shit out of McFadden's the bar at the stadium,
0: yeah,
2: someone came up to me that was a buyer for like old navy. And they were like, We're trying to come up, we're trying to like be cool and work in our local brands and yeah. Or local knit niche, right. whatever, and bring shirts in. I was like, nah, I can't
1: do that. Like, Didn't the, right, I, I don't know if you're allowed to talk about it. What? Didn't McFadden's make an offer to change the name of the bar?
2: Yeah, McFadden's. I talked about it after, oh. like, it was like a certain amount of to years. Change it to seven lines, to the yeah, seven line bar. They want, you know what it was? It's like, I think that sometimes when I start talking about something publicly, I do it on purpose. I, I, Like, I want to do a a sponsored day this summer at the Mm -hmm. stadium where everyone gets a fake mustache (laughs) for uh, Keith Hernandez is getting retired. His number's retired on July 9th, right? Yeah. So I purposely put stuff out there to put pressure on the the team for them to say, we have to say yes to this because he's already putting it out there. If we say no, we're going to look like dicks. So like, I wrote a blog post like, I want to, I'll pay for it. I'll make 45,000 fake mustaches and everyone at the stadium will get one. Uh And then they'll probably want to say yes to it, you know? Yeah. But... I wrote something that on Twitter. I made a Twitter account, and I bought the domain name, obviously. Yeah, the Seven right. Line Saloon, and it yeah. points to the Seven Line. Yeah. I'm like, I'm going to open up my own this bar. Is a lot
0: of passwords, by the way, to me. This seems like yeah, right. a yeah. mess of passwords. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you got to change your password again. So...
2: But McFadden's, who's
1: a yeah, chain, he's got obviously. All these websites, but you
2: can't get into them. You, Yeah. You forgot the press course. Course. Well, I don't need to. Once you, once you re- redirect it, it just goes yeah. to the right, right place. Right. But anyway, so McFadden's opened up a bar at City Fields, and if you've ever been to the area, it's a wasteland. There's nothing around there but that one bar. I've only been to New York, so, that's all I know. So anyway, <laughs> just, I wrote, like, hey. I'm not John Rocker, right? Yeah. I'm not going to start on the other line. Yeah. I'm going to eat my own bun. <laughs> what was he? Uh, Atlanta, running. Atlanta. No, no, I no. mean... Uh, oh, he would talk wait, shit was on, the, on, the, on the train. He would talk shit, shit on the seven, the 7 train and, and about, like, it was you know, scum thing. and whatever, yeah. It was the 7 line. Yeah, yeah, And people yeah. would start throwing batteries at him and oh, shit. I'm so glad I brought him up. I thought he hit another line. No, right not the 7. That's, that's, that's oh, the Queens. Oh,
0: man. He's got so anyway. a lot of trouble. Yeah. He got himself in a lot of trouble.
2: Yeah. It blew over. So, anyway, the... The, uh, whatchamacallit. So I wrote something online, like, I'm going to open up my own bar. After McFadden's was already open, right? Yeah. So I'm going to open up my own bar. And they're like, shit, this guy's going to, like, steal all, all our business, you know? Yeah. So I got a call from one of their partners and was like, I don't know if you'd be interested, but what if we bring you in as a partner and change the name yeah. from McFadden's to, like, something, the Southern Line Sloan or something? And I was like, no, nah, I'm not, like. Yeah. Not interested, you know. Like right. I want to open up my own place and have yeah. have it be my place rather than your place with my name on it. So yeah, yeah I guess I do yeah. say no to stuff once in a while. But yeah, well, hey, that's, I'm I'm glad I asked. It's crazy, <laughs> yeah. thanks for
1: that offer. You and you know, to me it would seem like a yeah, well, hell yeah. They didn't want any money either.
2: Like that was the crazy part. They're like, "Well, bring you in as a partner, and bring you in, and your investment is your marketing and your crew." So that was my collateral. My my investment in it was going to be. They use my name, I don't right. have to pay anything, right. and I'm a partner, and all they wanted was my fo- our following. Yeah, Because ne- when we go to bars, yeah. we go to the bar. Like, we're, we're there, and it's- Empty it. It's cr- <laughs> of, of all the alcohol. We went, I went to Boston.
1: He tries to give everybody like, a heads up when we're going into a different town. Like, stock, you call up. Them, stock up. up like it's St. Patrick's Day, right? And if
2: getting, even if you got half the people that are going- yeah, They don't fucking the listen. We you went to Boston them. in September. It was a Tuesday or Wednesday, whatever yeah. it was. I think it was a Tuesday night. And I told the guy and I'm like, listen, I understand you guys probably already draw a pretty good crowd. Red Sox are a good team and you're right across the ballpark. But right. we sold sixteen hundred tickets. So whether half those people come or even a quarter of those people come, that's hundreds of people are gonna come to your bar. And I don't ask for any money. I yeah. should be getting a cut from that. Like I, I end up getting yeah, like yeah. a tab that I put drinks on and like that's comped. Sure. Like big deal. They comp me like four fucking beers, you know? Right, right. Um but they're never fucking prepared. But the reason being why this McFadden's or whoever was probably like, let's bring this guy in the mix is like, look at what he does when he right. goes to these bars. Right. How could we not want this guy to be a part of it? So when I said I'm opening my own, they were like, "Fuck, we're going to be out of business." Oh, <laughs> and, and you weren't even intending on doing I'm it. I'm going to do it. Yeah, oh, you are going to do it yeah, yeah, eventually. I mean, the the, the area is still shithole, but I'll we're open a bar amazing. eventually. Yeah. Wow. For sure. Good for you. I'll be too old to enjoy it, but I'm going to open it. My- <laughs> Jeez. Wow. Well, you know, on your
0: profile, it says that you're going to be the next owner. Of the yeah, next. Yeah.
2: yeah. Well, anyone can be, if you have the money to get involved, like honestly, you're slowly making that money each time. I would like like a decimal of a percent. So I could just have like the business card that says owner. You know what I mean? Like, once you're involved and, you know, you get your little sliver of the uh, ownership. But how many, how many owners are there of the Mets? I think Steve Cohen bought everyone else out. But, like, they, the Mets just got sold. Steve, Steve and Alex Cohen bought the team. They're right there on the wall right there. I made T-shirts for them the, right when they got, uh, right when they purchased the team.
0: Jesus?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's okay. Alex Cohen and Steve Cohen. He's, like, the fourth richest person on the fucking planet or something like that. But he owns our team now. And I'm yep. have a foot in with them already, so that's pretty yeah. cool. So like, if they ever want like a, wow. a very low level investor to yeah. get like 0.1%, I'm down. 0.01%. <laughs> 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 Man, jeez. All right,
0: we'll, we'll do uh, we'll do one more Mets question. This one's from Tom too. Tom Tom Bavona. Who's your all time favorite in New York Met? <sighs> And then there's a little question after that, but uh, go ahead.
2: I think that's impossible to answer. Like sometimes I do like Twitter Q and As, and that that question will come up. I feel like every generation changes. it's Like that, generational players, you know. Like, yeah. I don't think I can pick like a, a all time favorite, but um, if I had to just like really gun to gun to my head, I'd say like Dal Strawberry when I was growing up, and then uh, after that like Jose Reyes, and then David Wright. And now it would probably be like uh, Jacob DeGrom. Yep. To go with, like, the stars, you know? It's right. kind of cliche, but right. it's a pretty easy answer. And then he said, speaking of the Mets, in 2021,
0: do you think it was a huge New York rat or a big raccoon? <laughs> <laughs>
2: no one's going to know what that means, but I think it was a ratcoon. Oh,
0: okay, yeah. Look it up. Oh, it's his, yeah, it's his big raccoon, but it was ratcoon?
2: No, 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 He's, you read it correctly. It's, okay. Two players got into a fight, and a real fist fight, and afterwards the media was like, what happened in there? And one player said, I, th- I thought I saw a rat. And the other one was like, no, I thought it was a raccoon. And we were arguing about it. And, like, they, they got into a fight, like a real yeah, fight. Yeah, they made up Francisco up Lindor and, made up story and Jeff that. McNeil, He just made up a story to, like, shut the media up. So that's what he's oh, talking about. my God. There's that some appears. Mets drama. I'm glad I said that. I'm glad I read that <laughs> one. I mean.
0: Yeah, the, you know what? The, uh, the all-time favorite is almost like. Uh, the it can't be like your of favorite bike rider. It's like impossible. It, it, exa- I was just going to say you know? that your favorite trails, which oh wow, look at that. He asked you to three <laughs> your top three Long Island trail spots of all time and why.
2: Favorite LI trails. I probably have to say in no order because it's it's tough to pick. I would say like Port Fence Rider, Seves, and so Hooligan. Just because I know. would start. I started to go to Hooligans. How
1: do you not put patio up there?
2: Because I feel like that's. It was so short. You know, our trails were yeah. sick. Like, it was fun. Honestly. It was two or three years, right? It was like three years, but three years. who would ever, that's not, not to say who would ever say, because everyone would say like, oh, I really wish to have trails in my house. You had jumps at your house a long time ago, you know? Yeah. When it started up, it was like, wow, this is like a dream come true. You know, having trails yeah. that I could see from my bedroom window was sick. But yeah. as far as like back in the day, I'd have to say Sev's Port and Hooligan. Hooligan was one of the first places I went. Yeah. And I didn't know anybody. I don't even know how I got there, but like was right off the highway and- it's probably that, after a race. I don't know. Nah, well, not that someone. close to the track. But like I feel like after the races, we would leave the race early. We'd we go to the shore we'd meet at Shoreham on a Sunday. Right. Not race. And then right. go to Sev's instead. It's so like oh, we'd ride okay. practice. Yeah. And then go to Sev's. It was yeah. it was fun. It was sick. Yeah. But uh seven eleven was 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 great. Just like being being there and being part of that. Like I wasn't I wouldn't even say I was a local. I was just there often enough that people kind of just maybe thought like Guys from the other areas be like, oh, Darren's like, Seb's local. Like sure. Trails Warrior might be like, oh, Seb's local. I was like, right. I wouldn't say I was a local. I was like there enough to to be a rider that would go there. Right. But yeah. I wouldn't say I was a local by any means. But mm-hmm. I, I loved
0: it. Yeah. yeah. It was an awesome place. It was. It was a lot of fun. We were happy to drive wherever it took us from Connecticut to get there. I was There's just
2: like, hotels. you know, what it was too in the beginning when I started going there, I couldn't. Really, I wasn't really a good rider yet. You know, I couldn't get through the shit. But like when I finally started getting through push or hitting the backwoods jump or yeah. getting through the sixteen pack and then turning to a twenty, like right. I jumped all the stuff and I was like, wow, this is sick. You know, like it's yeah. cool to be able to do it. You know, and right. be like I and everyone ha- holds that place as so like such high regard to say like I hit those jumps is pretty cool. You know.
0: Yeah, definitely. I loved it, and it always took us a little bit to get the first couple out of the way, and then you get into a rhythm and it's yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's good. I'm gonna switch. I never hit the step straight though never no. hit
2: that jump. I never hit the step jump. Yeah. No? No, no, I man. it wasn't always, like, running, I feel. It was,
1: if you look back on it, it wasn't a great jump. All the stuff was sandy, and, I mean, it was really hard to ride.
0: It, Weren't there a couple of, it, maybe. It was, like, a couple it, big it, hips be, before the step yeah, jump, and then you crank to, it like yeah. a big four-pack. But I thought, unless I've got my, my stories, was it Keith or someone else that built something in the beginning? That, that was salts.
2: Yeah. And oh, then this okay. kid fucking ripped it out, li- yeah. ripped the lip out, and then they just made it longer and put a berm before it. I know. Okay. <laughs> right. First time well, jumping was the, salts was... The
1: squirrel trap before, before there were gold squirrel traps. Yeah, because, like, was, the, the push yeah, straight
2: yeah. wasn't hard, and they were just, yeah. like, tall and kind of short, but, like, yeah. anyone could just pedal out a double, you know, and that's... Sure. That was the only thing there that you could just pedal to. Like, to get yeah. to the 16-pack, you remember that, like, the the berm, the little five-pack, the right berm, like, the little...
0: Mm-hmm. Before
2: the first set would, like, dip down. Right. Like, pump into it. Right. Right. You couldn't really go to SEVs and just try to pellet something unless it was like backwoods or push. Right. So like, fuck it, let's put something hard before it that will you know weed out all these like squirrels, you know. Yeah, all right. But that shit was scary. Like first time hitting the salts, how far yeah. do you think that was? It's good,
1: 15, 16 feet. I it think it was bigger. Than, I think it was longer than that. It was like started 20. the line.
2: That was, the, it, was know, it was. I don't know. It was like kneecap tall and yeah. far. Yeah. And you're cranking at this fucking thing, and you hit it. But like, Yeah, there was no
0: downhill there. I remember,
2: like, Pat Juleff and those guys. Like, he would do, like, one-footed Xs on it and shit. Like, he would, like, trick it. Yeah. But most of us would just, you know, pedal and jump it. But yeah. Salts was...
0: I liked it. It was fun. All right, we're going to mix in a little, uh, little moto. As someone who uh, grew up racing MX as well as BMX, what are some of the best and worst of both sports?
2: I don't think there's a worst of either sport it's just you know as long as you want to commit the time and and you know put in the work and try to actually succeed at like i was saying before you can't half-ass a dirt bike race you can't half-ass riding fucking push you know what right. i mean like if you're gonna right. do it you do it and i think growing up riding moto first again i grew up in queens so i there's no place for me to practice my right. practice was the race right and my My dad's first cousin was a New England Sports Committee champion the N.E.S.C. area, Uh all around Mass and New Hampshire. For moto. Yeah, for moto. And I found out at a very early age that there was somebody in my family who was a champion motocross rider, and I lived in Queens. And I was like, I'm going to get a dirt bike. Right. Or I want a dirt bike. I can't fucking afford it. I'm 12, you know? Yeah. So my dad gets me a 1990 KX80 which I don't even know how to fucking, like, kickstart it yet, right. you know? Right. I never rode a 50, I never rode a 65. I just get this 80, yeah. and I start going to the races. I raced That's Southwick fair. when I was, like, 13 and didn't know what the fuck I was doing. So, like, I'd go to Southwick, I'd go to Englishtown. There was yeah. a place called uh, Diamondback and Ace and Walden, like, all these moto tracks. And my practice was the race. Mm-hmm. So, I never was great. Like, I had a sick first straight. Like, I, I would get hole shots and stuff, and then I'd get passed by everybody. Sure. But, um you know, I got too tall for the eighty and that's when I started picking up BMX. And it was the kind of thing where it's like, all right, either you're gonna to commit to one or the other, you can't do both, because oh, then I'd have to buy like a one twenty five. So it's yeah. like either I got too tall for the eighty. It's like you're gonna buy one twenty five and do this right. or just go to Shorm and ride yeah. Shorm. Right. I'm glad I went to Shorm. So then yeah. I took a twenty six year gap off of um, dirt bikes, you know? Yeah. yeah. I gotcha. Yeah. But but best and worst of uh Best is just like both sports do accomplishing something is the best of anything in life. You mm-hmm. know, like Putting your mind to something, whether it's, you know, you want to be an artist, you want to mm-hmm. do whatever, you want to be great. My wife does a lot of yoga. She's about to be certified. She's taking courses and stuff. That's exactly. sick. Like I want some, Yeah. I, for whoever it is, my friends or whatever, anyone I see, like people I follow on social media, like if they have a goal and they accomplish it, that's great. So that's the same thing. Like I gotcha. had goals with Moda when I went back into it, it was like, mm-hmm. if I'm going to do this, I want to like. Be good at it, you know. And I started winning races. I was like, "All right, this is sick," you know. Like it's right. it's accomplishing, you know. And that's the best what, of anything, you know. The so worst, I can't think of the worst.
0: What do you like about BMX now? Um, we kind of talked about it before, because it's that community. It's the community that's always there. It's always there.
2: Like you know, like I'm talking to Nina and talking to you know Mulville or you know you guys. Like it's not it's not something that goes away. Like. The first, my first day back to Shoreham when I brought Amelia, yeah, she was too big for her Strider, but she wasn't confident in yet yet to ride without training wheels. So I was like, let's just go to Shoreham, yeah, and like watching her just go to like that little pump track and like meet her little friends and stuff. Right. Like that's she's she's doing what we did in a different to it in a different level. You yeah. know, like we went and I met with Robbie or like right. you know talk to Shu and yeah. uh, you know you start becoming involved in the in the group in the in the sure in the sport. And yeah. she's doing that too. So it's just right. like right. I think that's that's the best part of it, you know. Yeah. For sure.
0: Uh Tracy Derbyshire wants to know he's in her he's in her fantasy league. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh what's your favorite BMX video and and who's going to win the 450 Supercross title this year? <laughs> kind of early, but you know, you still have time to time yeah. to guess. Um, you probably already have a bet going somewhere on that, anyway. I would imagine. No, Who's you know, sports
2: betting is actually legal in New York now, and I'm, I'm I'm disappointed that Supercross isn't an option on there. No one puts up odds on like DraftKings for Supercross. <laughs> in Las
0: Vegas, they put odds on anything and that really? moves. So and I, I got to put a
2: bet in. I'd love to see Malcolm get a, a win this year. I don't think he's going to win the championship by any right. means, but like I'd love to see that. I always, I'm a big Malcolm guy. Yeah. Um, but as far as champion, I'm going to go with Cooper Webb for back to back. That'd be yeah. great. But uh, favorite BMX video, I'd say, would probably have to be, like, my first VHS video, which was... And I don't even think it was, like, my favorite, but it's definitely something, like, you remember your first mm-hmm. of anything, usually. Right. But uh, BMX Inferno, S&M, BMX Inferno, oh, okay. was something that came out in, like, early 90s, and I had just bought S&M Homes, and it was, like, watching these guys in California yeah. ride sheep hills, and, you know, right. Sean Butler was in there, and Brian Castillo had a sick street part, um, I mean, you're talking videos, you can't leave out, you know, favorites like Seek and Destroy and, you know, Trailblazing was sick just because it was from out here, you know? Right. Like, when that came out, I wasn't in it. I'm actually in a couple of clips in the background standing next to a double and I thought that was like an accomplishment. <laughs> yeah, like, right, I'm in the right, book, right, I'm in the right, video! Like, I was there. Yeah. I'm in there, like, down, you know, download made the video and, like, yeah. you know, that was sick, Seek so and Destroy. Um, criminal Mischief, but just for Van Holman's part, pretty much. But, like, yeah. things like that, Etnies Forward. Mm -hmm. Like early videos that I would just watch on repeat, you know, I remember forward came out and I got like a bootleg tape. Sorry, Dave Parrick. I got like a tape of a tape Mm -hmm. and I watched it at my house before I was getting picked up for Columbus. Mm -hmm. So like it's something that you don't forget. Like it was like 97 or whatever year it was. I'm watching. No, it wasn't forward. It was the one before forward with um, the opening part with Slayer with Dave Young. Whatever that video was, I would watch on repeat. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I do want to ask you, uh, when you had Man Made going, you had two or three videos? Nowhere that you Fast, put I'm out. sorry. Nowhere Fast. Nowhere Fast?
2: Yeah, yeah, sorry.
0: That's all right. Man Made.
2: Two videos or three? Three. The third one was kind of short. The first s- one was Riders from Hell. The second one was Chapter Two. Okay. The third one came out when I was living in Binghamton. So it was like a shorter edit um, oh, and that's it was like straight it Went to title. DVD. Yeah, it was just man-made DVD. Got but, like, uh, Stephen Lilly had a part. Ryan Bowen, who unfortunately passed away, R.P.'d up Ryan Bowen. Yeah. Um, Ian Monroe. Like, the the team was changing. Like, Bowen was from the Midwest. Lilly Lily was from North Carolina. Ian Monroe uh-huh. uh, was in there from California. So, like, man-made spread its wings. It wasn't as local anymore, you know? Yeah. Uh, but it's sick. Like it's still, it's up there. I love that BMX database. Yeah. Which I'm, I'm sure some companies are like, what the fuck? This guy's uploading our video. I think it's great. Like it's, right. I'm not making any money on man-made anymore. Put it up there, right. you know? Right. Yeah. So, oh, it is
0: accessible through the BMX database.
2: Yeah, it's on there. Yeah. Oh. I've been putting done. some stuff on the man-made Instagram account lately. Cause like, when yeah. you asked me to do this, not that I was like, oh, let me post some more content, but it just gets me excited. I'm very obsessed with things. So yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. when I start thinking about something, I'm like, I focus on it, you know? So...
0: I have that effect on people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, it's, So we
2: get some more shit on the Instagram account, but... I'm pretty dynamic, you know? I put up Shoes just, part the other day. John DiCaprio had a, uh the Ender part in our first video. I put him mm-hmm. up. I did see that. What was your favorite clip of the three videos? Oh, my God. You know what's crazy? Like, a clip that everyone used to talk about... Uh, we. We talked about uh, a little bit ago about Austin, how I'd spent a lot of time in Austin, and I was hanging out with Timmy Martin a lot, who yeah. passed away recently. Um, Timmy has a clip from Woodbridge Trails, and I don't know if you ever went to Woodbridge. It was in Jersey. And uh, I don't know how long it was there, like Alan Moy and these other guys, and uh, uh, Kazar and I don't know who else was locals there, but um, Timmy Martin does like a downside, like dark side in slow motion in like... Um, Uh, it's like a right hip that would like shoot downhill and it was slow mode, and it was during a Slayer song it was like a group it was like one of those edits uh, one of those parts was like a collab like a friends section and everyone would talk about it like oh best dark side, Timmy Martin like so that clip stands out but it's tough to pick a favorite do you think of anything like crazy in any videos like favorite clips I'll say that one awesome
0: and uh who did most of the filming? because I one of them I watched part
2: of, and the filming was was really good, I thought, but um, I did the majority. I bought a Sony VX 2000 right before 911 I remember because I filmed the 9/11 collapse. I don't know if you saw that video, it's insane. I filmed it from my my corner in Queens. I left it, my camera running on a tripod, and I have the buildings collapse from my neighborhood, crazy. but uh Chris Paladino films. And, you know, helped film and edited our first video. Yeah. The second video I edited, uh, the third one I edited too, but um, I did the majority of the filming in Pally as well. And then we uh-huh. had like contributing filmers that would like yeah. send tapes. Like if like Eamon Roe lived in California, like I didn't go to California, he would send right. a tape. Mm-hmm. Ryan Bowen would send a tape. Mm-hmm. Lily would send a tape. You know, like it was it was pretty sick. Like people yeah. kind of just went out and filmed and like I would put it together. But um, yeah, that's, Man Made was Fun. Those videos were great. We did an All American Day, we called it All American Day, yeah. Yeah. which was so illegal. I don't know how it none is. of us got arrested, but like there's a part is that
1: online somewhere. I think
2: it's like there's a secret section on the DVD. I don't remember how to get to it. You have to hit like the left button three times or something like that. <laughs> no,
1: isn't it just ah. credits? I thought it was just no. no?
2: In the, the credits were fun, but like I think to get to All American Day, you had to like do something on the menu. If you have a DVD, check it out. Anyone listening, you hit like left. And like the uh-huh. cursor goes away and yeah. hit enter, it'll show you this part. It was a secret part. Ch- yeah. Chad Shackelford from uh, Shook uh, made me the the, uh, yeah. or the menu screen or whatever, right? right. So we found a spot, or I don't know who found it, but someone out here, like our non-BMX friends, mm-hmm. found this area where you could basically shoot shotguns, drive abandoned cars and just raise hell and no one fucking cared. Yeah. And we did it multiple weekends in a row where I filmed it too. Someone I think we, yeah. has a car that they painted as the General Lee and yeah. we made a full edit and it's in the man-made video somewhere. I don't know how you could find it, but it's, it's incredible. That's wow! Sh-
1: it's
2: shooting guns, riding dirt bikes, riding quads. Freaking, of course. Yeah. R- shoot! Dr- oh my God. Sounds like so, South Jersey to me. Yeah, but it's, it's like right off to LA. It was backpack, like, it was like right here. Yeah. Yeah. So someone does like a fucking three point turn, like whips the fucking General Lee around in the mud. And drives directly at you, and right. he decides he's gonna jump and run across the fucking car as it's coming towards him. Yeah. And he did it. It was fucking crazy, uh, like we're very dangerous. Yeah. we did some yeah, dangerous shit bit, back yeah. in the day. Yeah. yeah, wow. We survived. Yeah, yeah you did. Uh, if you're yeah. still listening to this at this point, thank you for hanging out this yeah, long. No, yeah, right, right. <laughs> oh,
0: hey man, there's been some there's been some long ones, and uh, and people love them. It, and I've said this before on the on the podcast, but there's a lot of people that drive long distance, and yeah, yeah. they they're waiting. They're asking me, "When you putting Listen, on another one?" I'm like, "If you turn this on know.
2: when you were leaving New York, you might be in North Carolina by now. <laughs> you might be, <laughs> yeah.
0: You definitely cleared Jersey. You're probably going over the Delaware Bridge right now. But uh, from Superfly, John Scavarella, he wants to know. Long Island BMX. all roads lead back to Robbie Morales. What okay. is your connection with Rob? We talked about that a bit. Um, did the connection with you being in Austin, I think you had mentioned that you, you were with the T1 guys a bit.
2: Well, I, I wasn't was there. there. He, would, he went down first. Like, I, I don't want to be like, oh, I was the first to go down there. But, like, I'm pretty sure out of, like, our click, like, Tyra ended up going down. Luke Kempster moved there. Yeah. Um, James Haran came down, like, second or third year I was there George K would go down the hooligan guys started going yeah I started going down one of the first people I think from the area that would go down and it was mainly because I became friendly with Jason Sunday and who was from Texas already so like I started going to Austin kind of first but as far as Robbo I would just say like just the local connection of like seeing like the the pro at the track you know Univega the Auburn days like doing that crazy gap that he cased and you know Morales is such like a larger, larger than life figure, you know, yeah. like whenever he was around, I feel like he's like the center of attention, like mm-hmm. whether he wanted to be or not be like on our drive to Ohio, I yeah. remember specifically being like, I'm on a trip with Rob. Like there was no yeah. social media. I wasn't like taking selfies with Rob, right, but I'm right. like sitting in the back seat. And I'm like, this is fucking crazy. I wrote yeah. this guy a letter a few years ago and I'm on a road trip with him yeah. going to Ohio. You know, it's cool. Like, yeah, it was, and you can't, you know, Morales gets a lot of shit too, he's like, He's one of those guys where he, he would admit it too, like he almost kinda of tells you what you want to hear and you know sure. but it's it's almost like a good thing because it helps pump you up, you know. Mm-hmm. So Morales was always the kind of guy that, you know, um, had his hand in a lot of things sure. and it worked out, you know, sponsored by Fox, riding, you know, starting T one with the boys and starting yeah. cult and you know, everything he's done is definitely should be respected, you know? Oh my god, absolutely. The yeah.
0: company's huge. Yeah. He's done an awesome job with yeah, it. Yeah, sick and yeah. is the man and like I'll
2: still shop like I'll buy some cult stuff like sure. and he'll write me a little note you know yeah. like hey D like you know thanks for the support type thing you know yeah. it's it's cool like the connections again they don't go away any stories
0: or memories from the Port Trail days
2: nothing really specifically but it, it was cool having something so close to home because like not that Sebs was so far but when you're growing up everything feels so far away yeah. you know like Douglas, I lived in Douglas in Queens, so like right near the border of Nassau and and and, oh, and uh, Queens. But like going from, and I lived a block off the LA, and Sev's was a block off the to LA too. So like when you go to Sev's, you're like, oh, I'm leaving fucking the state, you yeah. know? Like I'm going to Suffolk County. Yeah. It was like 35 miles, no big deal. Right. But um, Port was close to close to like my high school and close to Glen Cove where Soup's lived and uh, or still lives. But I would. For a little bit, I worked in Supes' garage with him. Like I was like his little bitch to like help him make like stickers and stuff like that. Like he was oh, printing okay. stickers for base and standard and- At and, his parents' house? Yeah, in the garage, okay. yeah. But like the stuff that he was printing with, the ink was like toxic. You'd have to wear like Gosh. face masks in, in the garage. And uh, I'd help him out and you know, I don't, he'd throw me a couple bucks or whatever, but like soups yeah. definitely helped big time in the beginning, like man-made, like me learning. Mm-hmm. You know, stuff. I worked at base for a little bit with him, like very, only a few days. Like, like I worked there helping out. And, um, you know, specific portrayals. I don't know. I think just it was just fun having a place close to home. Bailey stories. What's that? No Vinny G stories. Vinny G was nuts, man. And I love Vinny. Like, I loved how, how he's one of those guys that has his own path and, like, yeah. He definitely was never motivated by, like, what's cool, you know? Like, Vinny yeah. G would show up with, like, a full-face helmet and fucking rip. And, like, yeah. no one was like, that's cheesy, you know? Like, right. we weren't even wearing helmets, you know? Right. Like, uh, Vinny just, like, beats to his own drum. I love yeah. it. But um, as far as, like, port, I think just the memories of just, like, spending the entire day there. We'd, like, take a break, go to Burger mm-hmm. King, come back, and fucking... Ha- DB would never take a break. He would yeah. never go to lunch with us. He would ride the entire fucking day and clock his laps and uh it was crazy db was a warrior back then way back then oh my god dude db would ride the it would be dark like we gotta get the fuck out of here yeah i think he painted his bike orange He was like it's brighter It fucking brights up (laughs) it brights up (laughs) it illuminates the trail (laughs) i can see a little bit better but yeah we then we started going out a lot like uh to the city like we'd go out to drink like go out to bars and shit like that like me and, and DB and Soups, I don't know if Soups would go to the, that often, but me and DB and Shu, we'd go out every single Thursday night to a bar in Manhattan called the Tavern. Yeah. That was a, right across the street from Penn Station and a block away from FIT. All girls, well, not, you don't have to, you know, guys can go there sure. too, but at the time it was mainly yeah, yeah. girls would go there, the right. Fashion Institute of Technology. And we would walk into the bar and we were the only straight guys in the bar <laughs> and we'd clean up. So, like, that was the same era as port. So, like, we'd go to port, yeah, yeah. and we would go to the fucking city and ride, you know, ride the trails and right. go to this bar. And yeah. Different era. And we, none of us were 21. Like, yeah. I went to this no, bar. So, I not. went to this bar on my 21st birthday and told the guy that I've known for three years that it was my 21st birthday that was, like, the owner. He's like, what the fuck? You've been coming here for, like, three years.
1: How uh, oh, would
2: I That's so funny. Oh, my God.
1: <laughs> All right.
2: If you could pick... This yeah. is a question for you. Yeah. If you could pick one person in our clique that yeah. was a little yeah. bit older than us, yeah. that we all used their ID to get into a bar, who would it be? I used it. She used it. Luke
0: I Kempster used gotta it. i has got to be Rob Hughes. You never used
1: it? I never used it. No, I never had Okay. It. Not Rob Hughes.
2: Way too old. I'm 6'2", right?
1: Yeah. How, oh. how tall is
2: Keith Tara? <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> we were all Keith Tara for a year. <laughs> get Keith, out of Keith, a year. Keith is a year older than me. And most of us, we're like me, Luke, <laughs> me, Luke, Daryl, and Shu are all pretty much the same age. I think oh we're all born God. in like 80 or 79, right? Yeah. So, or maybe all 80, like we're all 80, 80. 1980. Yeah. So Tara was born in 79. Oh. So Keith Matthew Tara, we all knew that. I know all of his fucking shit, right? Yeah. So we go into a bar and oh it says like, what, 5'3? How tall is Keith? <laughs> so like. Maybe
1: a little taller
2: than 5'3. <laughs> sorry, Keith, I do 5'5, 5'4, whatever he is, right? So they're like, this isn't you. And I'm like, of course it is. (laughs) Right. Like, you have blue eyes and you're 6'2". You're not short and, you know, whatever. So anyway, we were all Keith Terror for a year. That (laughs) was funny.
1: They still let you or you got rejected at the door? No, they let us
2: in. And it's funny, we would go in.
1: They'd quiz you on the idea. If you remembered every... Yeah, detail on the that they didn't like, give oh, I I a like I okay. Yeah.
2: This was pre 9/11, you know, everything yeah. wasn't nice as strict. But right. then we would go out and pass it off to somebody else. Like, oh, I got to just go out for a second, like, yeah. and then give it to someone else. They'd all right. there's like six Keith Taras yeah. in the bar at night, you know. Yeah. It's great.
0: I, I would think one Keith Taras. <laughs>
2: that's when you could smoke cigarettes in the bars, and you all thought we were cool smoking yeah. cigarettes. And I never bought a pack, but I would always. I don't know, I yeah. know, a cigarette in a bar. I think I thought it like, right. went together, you know? Right.
0: I'm going to start using one at work. Behind my ear, I don't smoke and grab, but. Just so I can take a break. Yeah. <laughs> They're the only people that can take uh-huh. breaks.
1: Just the get hour. Hour. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I
0: was thinking the other day. You know
2: how fucking insane it is? Smoke, so yeah. I'm going to go take a break and drink a water. Yeah. <laughs> Like anyway, anyway. If you don't quit smoking when it's like six degrees out, you're never going to quit. Like the amount of, like, people look fucking miserable. Yeah. It's <laughs> yeah, six, what is it, eight degrees today? These yeah, people are yeah. out sitting outside smoking a cigarette. You're like, how yeah. do you yeah. like this that much yeah. right? that you're outside in eight right. degree weather to smoke a cigarette? Right. You know? Or pay
0: as much as they cost.
2: You know, back in the day, they mountain can't bikers even
0: get a free cigarettes like poop out me. You know,
2: I'd have to buy it for five bucks. I'm pretty sure before the Tour de France, yeah, they used to smoke cigarettes because they thought it helped open your lungs oh, up. Oh yeah, yeah. You ever hear about that?
0: <laughs> well, between that and the wine bottles that were tucked in the front of the handlebars. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah that That's too. cool. That's yeah. I don't. Know. I don't know what it was to take away the pain. I. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. A couple had, shots. Yeah. It had to be rough. I
2: mean, the bike sucked.
0: Yeah, yeah. It was terrible. They had to flip the wheel to get an easier yeah, gear. Yeah.
2: Flip-flop. We had those in BFX yep, yep, for a yep. while. Yep. Flip-flop hubs. 44 16? what did you run? 44?
1: 45? I was at 45, yeah. Yeah. 45, really? Yeah. Big gun.
2: He <laughs> also starts with his wrong foot forward on the gate.
1: Yeah.
2: What's wrong? Well, don't you use. Well, do not you usually start with your foot forward that you jump?
1: Well, I, I jump left and I get no. right. It's no. So that's not wrong. So maybe you're wrong.
2: I can't even. I feel like it feels awkward to stand with your wrong foot forward. Can you bunny hop with I the wrong foot forward? I never said I was good. <laughs> I just said I start
0: with my right and I jump with my left. I do my X ups into my front foot too and clear my foot. I don't know you how You know, it
2: took me 20 years to realize I was taking the wrong foot off on a one footed X. Yeah. You've been
1: doing <laughs> and no then, more trails. Yeah. I mean, no, uh, till, till patio. This yeah. is kind of cool though. I
2: never did no footers till patio. I never did one footed X's the right way till patio. Like, I just never really wanted to take limbs off. I would do, like, yeah. toboggans back in the day, shit like sure. that. But, like, one-footed X's, I turn my bars to the left, and I take my right foot off. And then my, uh, my, okay. my feet would go up and down. Yeah. I'm like, this, this yeah, fucking yeah. sucks. I'm landing. If you did it in rhythm, yeah. my foot would be, wouldn't level out before I landed. Right. So then Keith or someone was like, just take your left foot off instead, and your feet don't move in the air. Right. I'm like, oh, really? Your back foot's going to stay level? Yeah. And then that's all, like that day, I started doing one-footed X's the right way. But it took me, like, 20 years to be like, oh, I'm doing this wrong. <laughs> oh i'm sure it didn't i'm sure i'm doing my run yeah.
0: but it doesn't matter <laughs> but yeah, that's yeah. pretty wild yeah I, same as you g lifestyle so he's he's like apparently he's been waiting for this oh cool so we made he might be the only one <laughs> <laughs> no danny johnson i think this is the danny John, johnson that's in Richmond, but uh he just has to hashtag strong island so you're part of the strong island crew. richmond's fun Richmond's great, isn't it? I never got
2: to go once like Crandall moved there and stuff. Yeah. I haven't been there yet. But we That's stopped there on a, at... on a man-made trip once, mm-hmm. and it was fun. It was before like the pump tracks and stuff were there. Yeah.
0: It is, it's It's a pretty cool city. Chris Briganti, want you to make a, a run of man-made stickers again. I think I have some. Oh, yeah?
2: Somewhere. Ooh. I'll hook them up next time I see them at the pump track. Yeah,
0: there you go. Oh, and Percy Rainer? Yeah. Uh, let's see. Pizza on a sliced Bicycle. Not a question, but thanks, Darren Meenan, for helping with Steve's ramp in Lake Grove back in the fun. day and getting us stoked.
2: That was fun. 2004. Made... Yeah. sure would go, right? Yeah. yeah. So there was this kid, Steve Muller, and his parents were super cool to let him turn the entire backyard into ramps. Wow. But I don't know if they really knew how to, like, build ramps. They were,
1: they were good enough. They were...
2: Well, we built the street spine and the yeah. vert wall and the curb. Like, we built... Yeah. Like, once we found out, like... Hey, this is your parents are cool with this and yeah. this is allowed. Right, Took then, the entire backyard over. I knew how to build yeah. ramps. I don't know how, but I built a few like street spines in my day and like I had a, a little quarter pipe in my parents' driveway. But whatever. So yeah. we turned their yard into like a little, little like you know mini skate park. It was fun. Lasted sure. a couple of years. Yeah. Yeah. The kid Steve was, was really good. Yeah. He Was doing like whips and stuff and. Huh. Yeah. It's cool. It's it's always cool to see this stuff come back. Yeah. Come well, back as a, as a, and you well, didn't only that, know. like, yeah. as a parent now, yeah. like, I'm sure they were h- stoked to have their kid at home doing mm-hmm. something fun with their friends in their own backyard rather than just, like, causing yeah. trouble somewhere, you know? So, like, oh, if Amelia was, I mean, she's not going to want me to build a skate park in the yard, neither sure. would Mike, I'm sure Kelly wouldn't allow it anyway, but, like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I prefer probably to ever do something, not that I want to be, like, a helicopter parent, like, watch her every move, sure. but, like, if she's home doing something fun, like, why not? So, right. like, supportive yeah. parents, you know, it's cool. Yeah. Definitely.
0: Uh, let's see, Michael Jimenez. I t- I like his uh, Instagram comment, Donkey. Uh, he says, "Finally, let's go. Finally, we're interviewing you. What is the
2: strategy for taking over the Mets?" <laughs> um, this is gonna be good. I don't think this is really a strategy. I think honestly, like my whole thing with like putting that in my bio, I think it's more of like just a joke, like future one of the yeah, Mets, yeah. but like right you know like I was saying before like I'll continue doing what I'm doing as long as people want to keep supporting it you know yeah. and I don't really think the set line's gonna go away anytime soon right that's me knocking on wood yeah. here but um yeah I don't know I feel like you know we already make, like you know how like at sporting events they do the t-shirt gun. Like yeah yeah I do all the shirts for the t-shirt launch at City Field I've done them for like four years now you can go out on the field no 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 no. we make the shirts the shirts so like the shirts oh, that go with the guns they shoot them, they yeah. shoot them but they my neck them. labels are in the back and they actually yeah, buy yeah. them Normally, like if you want to. So man-made. R- I mean, I'm sorry.
0: Seven lines right on that tag. It's so
2: in the. It's in the tag on the neck. So when they're shooting the gun, the shirts out that people like kill each other for a free T-shirt. Yeah. They get it and open right. it up, and it's our shirt. so like yeah, my logo is right. on at the neck labels in there. So like, we have strong connections with the team. So like, um, I think continuing what I'm doing and uh, keep my foot in the door over there, and we'll see what happens.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And maybe they'll ask for your advice on how to fix this problem. Is losing problem. No, nah, they'll be
2: all right now that they got the like the richest owner in the sport, you That's know. That's true. And uh, Max Scherzer's a med, Jacob DeGrom's the man. I think like the team, as long as they play, I don't know if you know, there's a labor strike right now, they're, they're in a lockout.
1: So, oh, this, this season might not start on time.
2: So, there's no spring season
1: going right now. Po- so, I'm supposed so all these tickets that he's got laid out. In the I've already city. bought
2: the tickets. Yeah. I mean, I can't operate like I have to continue as business as usual, but there might not even be a spring training. Mm. So, next on February 27th, next month. I'm supposed to be in Port St. Lucie with 1,400 people, but they might not even start spring training on time, and then those tickets get refunded. And, and then you get all these people dealing with their plane tickets. Right. Plane tickets, else. hotels, and yeah, it's a mess. Oh, I don't even want to think yeah.
0: about it, but. All right, let's not. Yeah, that's that's the deal. <laughs> all right, JNH4, underscore four, best ECT uh, slash Binghamton area story. Love that time in BMX. Wonder
2: if the sticker is still on the sign. <laughs> It's tough to pick a best story. Like, I was talking about Binghamton earlier. Like, being there for a year, it felt like forever. But I think just living, like, that whole college lifestyle without actually having to go into class was so sick. Like, such an unrealistic way to live. You know, I'd wake up, print t-shirts, go to lunch with Steve Crandall and the boys. There was, like, some, like, Thai restaurant or something that they liked to go to for lunch. Um, Going to the Belmar almost, like, every night. Kennedy fried chicken. Hanging out with Chunk. Like, there's no, like, one moment that stands out. But I think just... Being a part of that scene during such an inter- integral time mm-hmm. of FBM was cool. Like yeah. when uh, they were building Ghetto Street, like I was there, like, you know, mm-hmm. when they're stacking the stacking the pallets in the back yeah, and building yeah. the course and right. just being a part of it. By no means that I have anything to do with it, but just being around it, I think yeah. was so cool to be like mm-hmm. that part in that era, yeah. you know? Um, if you remember looking at photos from like Ghetto Street man-made spray-painted on like the ramps and shit and... I don't know. I can't think of, like, one thing. I think it was just, like, such a cool thing to be a part of. One thing about this, I don't know if this even makes sense to talk about, but, like, I was in the next room printing shirts, and Crandall came in, not to me, but, like, every employee of FBM. It's when they were deciding on, like, what bottom bracket they were going to go to. And a lot of the guys over there, I think, like, didn't want, didn't want to, like, change much, I think. They wanted to stay true to, like, who they were as far as, like, there was different bottom brackets, like, Euro bottom bracket, Spanish bottom bracket, and there was a boat. And I remember it got, like, pretty heated. Like, there was, like, a piece of paper that everyone had to, like, check which bottom bracket are we going to switch to. And it was, like, a big deal. Oh, man. Like, in the machine shop. I don't know how she works in the machine shop, but to get people to probably yeah. agree on something is probably pretty difficult. Yeah. But um, I remember just, for some reason, that stands out in my head. Like, it got pretty heated, I, I remember. Yeah. If maybe I'm remembering it wrong. Maybe Crandall, if he listens to this, he doesn't remember it the same way. But I, I feel like... That was a pretty weird story. Yeah. Like something to be like around for like such a big moment of a brand right. was pretty cool. Like, on yeah. the outside. Like, I'm just there, sure. you know? Yeah, I understand. And uh, they were making a big change in FBM, and like I was there to watch it, you know? Was it's John Paul Rogers cool. there at that point? No, nah, John Paul wasn't there. Okay. Not yet. Not when I was there. No. But uh it was cool. It was
0: yeah. Fun time. It works. Well, Bill, he, Bill Klein, yeah, for those that don't know, when is the next run of my of my bike is my bitch shirts uh,
2: <laughs> coming in around. Uh, I think those aren't coming back. Kind of the same way, like, with the 7-line, in the beginning, I'd throw shit at the wall, see what sticks, yeah, like, yeah, getting yeah. shit at City, you know, whatever. Fair. In the beginning of Man Made, I think it was just like, hey, I have Photoshop. What can I write yeah. and make a shirt out of? You know, like, yeah. my bike is my bitch is probably, like, not something you'd want to wear. <laughs> uh, well, maybe he does. He, maybe he wants to wear it, well, uh, what? Maybe like ten of those exist.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's a pretty.
2: You may have all ten. Pretty
1: crazy. Man-made shirts, right? yeah. I mean, Didn't you just have fuck across the shirt? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, just,
2: Keith did that. Tara did that. So when we make screens at the house, yeah, I think we did it like we made a screen like a film out of like duct tape instead of like actually making a a, a right. screen a film. Right. Just blocked off, and the duct we blocked tape. off the word fuck. Yeah. out of uh, electrical tape or like yeah, duct yeah. tape and made a shirt. I never wore it but Keith wore it like all the yeah. time.
1: Yeah.
2: Keith like it was like, what Keith, like Keith wore that shirt all the time like it doesn't make any sense. I don't yeah. even think it said man made on it. It was just like a shirt yeah. that he would wear so people could just like he was basically like like Keith was a, a troll before he even knew what it was. <laughs> like let me just like troll all these people in 7-Eleven or like you know oh, uh, like whatever just fuck with people you know. <laughs> He's good at it. Yeah. <laughs> He's got a lot of skills.
0: The guy mentioned Trails Warrior, Satosky. Nice. He uh, says,
2: craziest 7-Eleven story. I wasn't there for this one, but I always think it's funny that someone fell in human shit. Was it you? Yeah. No way.
1: Yeah. All right, you. so yeah.
2: Shoemaker fell in human shit. Because there used yeah. to be a lot of guys that would squat Almost, in the woods. Or, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Uh, the da- a lot of day labor guys line up outside, so maybe oh, they would shit. like poop yeah, in the yeah, woods yeah. first or something. Yeah. What was it, the Kitty City? It was,
1: uh, it was like a berm going into Bill Ryan, that Bill Ryan joke. Uh-huh. The Kitty City area. Yeah, Kitty City area. I was going around the turn and slid out, landed two hands into shit.
2: I, <laughs> walked, I, walked <laughs> <a> uh, <laughs> I was yeah. in a puddle.
1: I, I, I don't think I
2: was there for it, but I, it's a story that I'll never forget. But as far as yeah. I'm concerned. She was filming this. My fucking forks fell off oh, my bike. Yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah,
2: Off, completely off the bike. You said so, handlebars come off? On no, but this bike, is fucking right? sketchy, man. Now, like, forks off. There were these That's trails. That's a nightmare, by the way. That's a complete Well, listen to this fucking story. I didn't even case. Oh. I think it's I couldn't prepare for it. So, oh. we're riding the 16 pack, and she was filming. I have the clip somewhere. But there were trails up the street. Was it Avenue B or 2nd Street? Whatever. Avenue B trails. This guy's Sal. Yeah. Ghost rode my, I went to lunch or something. I left my bike at the trails. He ghost yeah. rode my bike. I had a, a red TNT Hua Fong Daddy. Yeah. Mer was telling you about the S&M Homes? Yeah. So I had a and m Homes with 990s. Yeah. And thread, like the threadless right. forks, or headsets, or whatever. Yeah. I traded that beautiful bike for a TNT Hua Fong Daddy with caliper brakes and threaded forks. Yeah. So I downgraded by like hundreds of dollars because I thought the Hua Fong Daddy was so cool, right? Yeah. So I go to lunch, and I don't know if I was, like, fucking with Sal or Sal. I don't know what the story was, but Sal, whatever. He ghost rode my bike. The forks bent. He bent them back. I didn't know he bent them back. Yeah. Go to Sev's, and I guess the forks were either cracked or weak. I'm riding the 16-pack, and I don't know, set six or set seven, whatever it was. I land, and the forks completely fall off the bike. And you remember how quick those pits were? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I land and then you that's see in the clip, hard, boom! It? I hit my face and you—it's—I broke my nose. It never was crooked, but you could feel the bump right there. Yeah, yeah, smashed my fucking face in the next lip. Bars are off the bike, wheels down the down the trails, and uh, I didn't no. get knocked out, but I get that's up just, and yeah. I'm like, oh, get my sweat rag out of my bag, like let me get, like get the blood off my face. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, that was it. That's that's a pretty crazy story. Yeah, I'm glad it fucking get that could have been horrible. Uh,
0: yeah. Yeah. I, I'm telling you, it's a nightmare. I don't care what kind of bike I'm riding. I'll find the clip
2: and send it to you. It was fucking crazy, man. You want to haunt me forever, don't you? You're going pretty quick in the 16, too.
0: Yeah.
2: Or were, I think. I don't know. Probably going pretty fast.
0: Yeah, I think so. Those transitions were so fast. The hardest yeah. thing was managing the pop because you were gaining speed on every one that you almost had to like tap, tap,
2: tap. You
1: know, I'll find it. It not was just yeah,
2: yeah, to not get going too fast. Yeah. You know. Yeah, and I and I've never been a guy that pulls back. You watch any clips of me riding like anything? I'm usually like real fucking low. So like, a,
0: oh me too. It's not as
2: like, low as Bavona. Bavona and Lafredo <laughs> could go like below so, the jump somehow. Yeah. yeah. Like I feel like over a double, like his back wheel could be like under yeah. the landing and the lip somehow. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it was That's definitely really, rough. well. You're looking up that. Yeah, I'm this just guy, I'm, I'm listening. I'm just no scrolling problem. back because I think I have a clip somewhere in here. Okay. Matt Charles 001. Oh look! I don't know if this this is going to be horrible for the viewers, but look at this. So this is the sixteen. No, look how low. No, no shirt. Watch this.
0: Oh.
2: Who's yelling at? That's me and Show. Nope. Okay. Is Shoes yelling? Yeah, that's me walking by, walking back. Oh, no way.
0: Yeah. Oh my god. But that's Seps. Oh. Oh, look! Look at the forks. Shit. Oh my god! But like, how is that? You're mo- like. Oh, you, you yeah. now you have to send it to me because I need to. Pull you it. heard that fucking
2: thump? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. like, la- you're landing off the double, thinking you're like, all right, let me get ready for the next lip, and you're just boom, right? Damn. Crazy. I got lucky.
1: Yes, you did. Yeah, story. I knocked out, no, no concussion. No. I think Shu after
0: that day was like, "You're pretty tough." <laughs> <laughs> this always reminds me of, uh, in People listen to podcasts. Heard this a thousand times, but it's important. Uh, Mike and and Mark Mm Petosny. When I I interviewed those guys, they were talking about how often you should replace handlebars, forks, and pedals. Maybe Mm -hmm. I think because those are the three things that can break the most. Right. Um, But depending on how hard you ride, I think it was year. they, They go yearly on the bars yearly on the forks, and I think it was
1: a so little. It's like no matter what pedals.
2: Yep. Yeah, that's smart. Yeah. You, you know what it is. Like people are, or something. Happens. They think like, oh shit's expensive. Like, oh I'll let it stretch. Oh, I'll do it a year and a half. I'll do of two years. You know. Riding
0: Hazelwood which is yeah absolutely insane. Yeah, I
2: wouldn't fuck around big jumps like that. Like if on no. something that you were like maybe a little nervous about. You know, yeah. definitely it's worth the investment. I would say. But they respect that what they're riding enough. To say okay, yeah, we didn't care, we know. were like 15, we didn't give
0: a fuck. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, we didn't have and, money to replace parts, yeah, like and, no helmet, no stuff. shirt, you yeah. Know. It, it, someone else said something to me, I, it may have been Stu Johnson, uh, selling used forks, oh, like the worst thing you can do yeah. to somebody, yeah, yeah. like just don't sell used. Oh, uh, before we
2: move on from Seb's, yeah, yeah, go ahead. One of my first times ever going there, uh, uh-huh. get dropped off from someone's parent, I don't know, someone from Queens drove us out. 7-Eleven obviously right there. Mm-hmm. So I bought a super big gulp and I put it down near like the back. Right next to the push straight, there was like a couch, which you probably should, we probably should have never sat on. Oh my gosh. So I there's a couch that. and some other shit, like yeah. a fabric couch in the woods. Yeah. Um, And I put my drink down. I go ride right around or whatever. I come back and take a sip. There was a bee in the straw. I got stung in my throat. Ugh. If I was allergic to bees, I'd be dead. Say, yeah. So right. I cough and a fucking bee flies out of my mouth. And I'm like, oh, shit, like, what do I do? It's like,
0: yeah.
2: I don't know if I was just freaking out because of what just happened right. or if it really was swelling, but I yeah. definitely felt like I couldn't breathe that great after yeah, that. Yeah. But if I was allergic, I'd be absolutely, you'd be like the kid in My Girl. Yeah. yeah. You know, uh, whatever his name is, fucking Macaulay Culkin and My Girl oh, gets right, right. stung by the bees and dies. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, that's my first Seb story. Wow. That was sketchy. All
0: right. I'm not sure what this means, but Matt Charles one just uh,
2: put Rampage Skate Park. So oh I'm Rampage community. was sick. It Just didn't under- last very long. Rampage, I guess. Rampage was like Rampage and Rampage Union or were, skate were like park that we had on Long Island. Yeah. yeah.
1: It was only awesome. there about a year and a half.
2: It was awesome. It was it was skatelight. It was awesome. Shredder Dan worked there as like a I don't even know what his job was. You so know what they would like money
1: and- Yeah,
2: what they would do is they had like people who rode Yeah. in the session to like watch the session as staff. Yeah, yeah. So he got to ride Yeah. and get paid for it. And be in the skate park, but that was like before I was talking about like let me just ice pick everything. Yeah, yeah. that's like I had a backpack and I was like, "There's a wall ride there that was like I don't know ten feet tall out of a quarter." Okay. And I ice picked the top of it, and that was like the biggest thing probably I've done at that point. You know. Yeah. But rampage was sick, man. It's like my it's the last my last clip in that chapter two video is Mm -hmm. the top of the wall ride. I ice picked it. I was like that. Really? Yeah. It's pretty cool. I was an ice pick guy for a while. Yeah. What
0: could I ice pick? Jeez, I've got more more videos on my list to watch now, to finish, start and finish. Imagine. Um, all right, want to finish up on Moto? Sure. All right. You, so you started talking about silent shredders.
2: What's that all yeah. about? Well uh there's a shift happening in, you know, the world. I mean look at I also put a deposit down on the Ford F one fifty Lightning. So like electric is gonna start taking over, I think. Yeah. Uh clearly just the way the world's going. But right. uh there's a company called Stark Future. They're making a uh bike called the Varg. It's okay. eighty horsepower dirt bike, which is crazy. It's more powerful than any gas powered bike on the market right now. But wow. it comes with an Android phone. On the handlebars that you could yeah. take out with an app, and you could tune the bike to however you want. You could be a beginner, you could be a pro, you could be Justin Barsh, or you could be fucking really? whoever. Yeah. Tune the bike up and down. Uh, it's all electric, and there's no noise yeah. at all. So you can start riding places where, like, you either shouldn't be, or maybe it's illegal, or maybe, like, you know, there's tracks closing all around the world because of noise ordinances. Right. So, like, in, especially right. in Europe, tracks are closing for noise. So I put a deposit down on this bike and I was like, you know, it's pretty cool. I feel like if I started some kind of brand around e-bikes right. for moto, it'd be like one of the first people to do it, as far as I know. Be, yeah. So I started this, I, again, bought the domain name, oh, yeah, yeah. SilentShredders.com, yeah. which was available. Yep. Job number one, buy the domain name. I did it from 10th Street Motocross Track. So I have a I oh, have a yeah. camper that I parked there for my yeah. race. I, I pay extra to leave it there and I have a mobile hotspot. So I get to the track and I'm like, I'm going to start this brand. Yeah, I went to 10th Street. Fired up the Wi-Fi, yeah. bought the domain name, made the Instagram account, made a couple of designs, and then just started a company with for like 10 bucks. So Silent Shredders <laughs> is basically, um, you know, it has double meaning. Like people, you know, in BMX, you call someone like a Silent Shredder. Like someone like is quiet, but like kills it. You know, sure. it's a Silent Shredder. Yeah. But for this new e-bike community, a Silent Shredder is like, you're going to be on the track. No one's going to fucking hear you coming. Right. So, which is right. also kind of dangerous. Yeah. You know, there's, but also it's like, there's a lot of ways to design. I was thinking marketing, like sneak attack, like yeah. different things you could do around it. So silent shredders will be like a man-made type thing for e-bikes. You yeah. know, like I'll print the shirts myself and, right. you know, make the stuff and hand out stickers and whatever. If I go to a race okay. and I see someone on like an e-bike, I'll yeah. throw them a T-shirt or something, you know. Sure. We'll see. Maybe it'll pick up. Maybe it'll be popular. We'll see.
0: That's cool. I'm going to throw that. Yeah. Lesson, probably the, the biggest takeaway from this whole podcast interview is to um, buy, buy domain lanes. names. <laughs> like, instantly, <laughs> as fast as you can. Buy it before anyone else does. Well, back in the day,
2: people used to extort celebrities. Yeah. You could buy, like, Britney Spears.com before Britney Spears, and she'd have to buy it from you. Yeah. Now you can't do it anymore. It's illegal. But... Damn it. Yeah, you could have done that back in the day. I'll scratch right <laughs> yeah, that <there>. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <no. laughs>
0: All right, I don't think... I mean, we were on motocross a little bit, but... So you've been back on moto for... This will be my third sure. this
2: will be my third season back at races coming and, up.
0: And you won the 40C? Yeah. Last I won year? 30
2: Well, I got back into it at 39. Mm-hmm. So at 39 my only option in the vet class was to race 25 plus and 30 plus. Oh. Okay. So my first race back I'm on the line at a, as a guy who sh- it was only like a few months removed from moving into 40, but I had no choice. I couldn't sure. race 40 yet. Yeah, yeah. So I was doing all right. I got like fifths and stuff like that in 25. 25? Yeah. yeah. Wow. And uh, Won some races in thirty, ended yeah. up winning the thirty title as a thirty-nine-year-old last year for uh, English Town. It has like a local, yeah, like a yeah. local series, you know, like yeah. all the English Town races, whatever. But for that, I felt it was almost like a p- participation championship because, like, I was consistent. I got like fifths and fourths and thirds and shit like that, but I didn't win any races at any Town, right. right? Which is also, also kind of like cheesy. Like, yeah, I'm the t- I'm the champion, yeah, yeah. but like because. Joe missed a fucking race you yeah, know yeah. so like I got 16 points that day sure. he got zero but this past season I I set the shoe I didn't end up fucking doing it but yeah I wanted to win every moto in the 40 plus class and then I was gonna move up I only lost one of them so really? I got uh there was I think six or seven races at English this year and I got second in one of them your settings were off
0: yeah, <laughs> so it's right. as easy as that. You're so I've won I all, all the, the other mechanics. Ones,
2: and the biggest one of the year is the English Wait, Town the mechanic. Oh, no, <laughs> okay, you don't want me touching that. <laughs> 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 okay, me neither. <laughs> the, the biggest one of the season there is the English Town race champions, like the 45 yeah. year running of the race, and I won that, so I was really pumped and yeah. got to actually go on the podium and like talk. I got nice. a, like a, a number one plate, and you got interviewed and shit like that. So that was cool. Wow. I brought a corset up with me, and uh, <laughs> yeah, it was fun. Like that was it was cool. And, like I don't know if that's like my last time winning a race because now when you move up like you could be in the C class forever they'll never make you move up so like like Martin Davos you could just forever I think he's probably retired but you could be a C guy and be like you could be riding for 15 years and still still in the C class so you move up to B and there's a lot of guys in B that sandbag yeah like they only race a few races a year so they don't technically ever have to move up so like I'll go to the same English Time Race of Champions in October coming up in B and the guys that are going to win are probably A riders they just don't move up because like i It's fucking cheesy to me though. Like, yeah. I'd rather get fifth yeah. in B than instead of first in C. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, I yeah. want the challenge. You know? Yeah. So you got guys
0: that should be in A but they're yeah. riding B.
2: But like, ideally, within the next few years, I'd like to qualify for Loretta Lynn's, go to the amateur national oh, championship. Cool. That'd be cool. They,
0: they cover all age ranges at Loretta Lynn's. Yeah, right? but
2: same shit. So, like, you could be an ex-pro rider, like and, Mike Brown. Yeah. Or you know, uh, the Jeff Emmig, Ryan right? so Hughes, these guys yeah. all raced Loretta's this year. I'd have to race them. Emmig did. Emmig raced. Everyone raced forty-five plus and fifty-plus. So if I qualify, because like the way it works is there's like local races. Yeah, yeah. You have to get like top nine or something like that. Then you go to mm-hmm. a regional. You have to get like top six. Right. And then you get invited to Loretta's. Yeah. So if I go, I'll have to race those guys. Yeah. Oh my but God. which would be sick though? I'd rather get fucking thirtieth. Yeah. And be like, I qualified for Loretta's. Right. I've only been riding two years. You know right. what I mean? Like, that's pretty cool. Right. On a, well, yeah, legitimate big bike riding. Are yeah. you
0: riding 250? I have a
2: 350. You're so, like, 350. in the vet class, you ride whatever you want. So, oh, okay. I think for my riding, I, I if I had a 450, I wouldn't really be riding it for what it's worth. Right. right. And, uh... Now that I have the Varg though, the electric bike, yeah, I'll fucking set that thing to eighty horsepower and just let it rip. <laughs> and you can, right? You can do whatever yeah. you want. Local yeah. races, they don't care. It's, no, it's any bike in that class. That class, right? you can ride any bike you want. But the starts gonna be sick. No yeah. shifting, no clutch. Dude, gate drops. If I don't get a whole shot on the e-bike, I like I should just retire. <laughs> you know what I mean?
1: <laughs> Our's um, gonna be keeping it down, right? I
2: mean, yeah, they make the whole shot device and you know, lean yeah. forward and shit, but really? yeah, it'd be fun. I'm obsessed wow. with it. Like in Kelly knows too, like my wife, she's like yeah. I've never been one to be like, half like kind of do something. It's right. like if I'm going to fucking do it. You do it. So like now I got a calendar and I have the entire year of like every local race for yeah. motocross and right. all of our uh, baseball outings. And right. every weekend there's something going on. Yeah, from April to fucking
0: I November. Mean, that's good because now she could just doesn't have to worry about putting birthday parties and stuff on there because you already took the spot. No, so nah, but I got to <laughs> still be a dad. <laughs> I'm, just, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm kidding. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh in man. Trouble
1: planning stuff and double booking and, yeah you know, I forget I have to like am I doing
2: anything on yeah. this weekend Because like, I yeah really go. the seven lines yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I ask her first we have, a, we
1: have a friend that's getting married yeah and Darren's tried to plan an event on her wedding like three different times yeah like I forget when her he wedding date is yelled at yeah yeah
2: yeah <laughs> moto's fun though
0: yeah alright let's let's talk some bullshit about fantasy before we before we close it out because you're in the lead after the first race. So yep. Tom Pavone is running fantasy this year. Ted Nelson had run it the past what two years? More than that. Two, three two or three. Years. Yeah, I think I've been doing it for this be the third year maybe. I've been pissing myself off for for yeah. three years now. I think yelling at the TV, yep. like you know, my wild card guy is in the right place till <laughs> yeah. the last lap. You know, I had yeah, Anderson
2: yeah. last week, and thankfully, when he got taken out by Barsha, he got the wild card. That's the only reason I got him as the wild card. Oh, you sound good. Yeah.
0: I don't know if the, were the scores for
2: first. They weren't that high, right? Cause well, if you pick first, you get 26 points. If you pick the wild card, you get 26 points. Right. So when yeah. Anderson got crashed out and ended up getting so, 10th or whatever it was, yeah. I got 26 points for that. So I got you. So plenty of people already
0: had Roxon. So yeah, that was your yeah. automatic 26 points there. And then yeah, yeah, yeah. 10th was 26. I picked Cooper
2: to win last week, and he, didn't, he got second. So I get 10, 10 points for that. Oh you do if you're one off. If you're one off happens? you get ten points. That's why like, first uh, and fifth you have to you can only be one off. But if you right. pick second, you can yeah. get first, second, or third. You're gonna get either ten points or what it's worth. Oh, I gotta start picking So totally your second, different. third, and fourth pick I yeah, think is your most important change. pick yeah, you I'm, can have. I'm not
0: posting this before tonight.
2: <laughs> that's right. <laughs> before tonight's picks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, once know. everyone hears it. Well second, third and fourth pick is probably the, the most important picks you could have because if you're one off you still get ten.
0: Yeah. Oh, so stop screwing around with people like Bogle. I'm just kidding. Yeah. I like. I just like Bogle. I-, I don't know. I listened to him at the Metal Lands. He was doing a live interview with Pulp mm-hmm. on stage, outside the stadium. That dude is just—he's smart. He says the right thing, and he's got a, a lot of PMA and just—I don't know. Yeah. But he—he's uh, not. He's just not there like he right, used to right, be. Right, 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 right. So I'm hoping he rebounds, but who knows? He yeah. may be. He may be uh, Phil Nicoletti on his way out. I don't know. We'll see. But anyway, so fantasy, all right. So that's how you win. Everyone wants to know that. This whole podcast was really just to get tips on how to win <laughs> fantasy. Don't <because> ask me. <laughs> Dude, last year,
2: Tom Bavone was like top. Yeah. He was like top ten in the yeah. whole like, fucking fantasy league. There's like 90,000 people that play fantasy. You know I'm, that? Like, well, that gives you that's your, right. That's right. It gives you your rank. I, you know, Well, Adam, he did, well
0: it's funny, because he did not ask for your advice. So, right now... <laughs> he doesn't need your advice. Does
1: Pomona give himself the red blade if he takes it? <laughs> yeah, uh,
2: yeah true. Right? Why not? Why not? Yeah, I right. don't know where it says it, but there's like thousands upon thousands of people that play fantasy. I think it's on here somewhere, but whatever. It's a fun time. Yeah, I I, I think if you look at... I don't know. Yeah, so there's a lot. I'm, even, even with yours,
0: even with you... you you were still on the. 2000?
2: Okay, sorry. There's eighty-seven thousand three hundred and four accounts playing fantasy, and I'm three thousand nine hundred fifty-six. So that's not bad. No. Three thousand, but basically 4,000 out of eighty-seven thousand isn't yeah. bad. Yeah. We'll see after tonight, though.
0: If you listen to Pulp from last week, this is a woman that played. I think she played the Pulp League, but
2: that's too much going on in that one. It's like there's yeah. there's handicaps You, you and
0: pick teams. It's like it's like fancy football.
2: Yeah, it's too much. I, I yeah. don't have time for that.
0: No, no, me neither. I, I like this dumbed down version. Is like perfect. Yeah. Anyway, this woman didn't know anything about about modern. Dude, Trump. Kelly she plays.
2: Won. She beats Shu. She will she, beat all of us. She'll We're get laughing. more points oh, than us. Oh, she's on there. Yeah. She. I, oh, I thought tonight. she was just picking for someone. She's no, got an account on. She this has stuff. an account. She's. I'm DJM. Yeah. like 18 and she's right. KJM something she gets my you. wife okay. so um, after qualifying I'll send her a screenshot of qualifying and then that's yeah. how she does her picks she yeah. doesn't look at she doesn't watch qualifying she barely watches the races but she'll still do better than us I don't
0: even like the idea of picking from the practice results no, no. because that doesn't even matter everyone's within a second yeah. or two anyway yeah, 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 yeah. And, and who knows if they had a clean lap someone was in the yeah. way yeah. their fast lap just yeah. may have been just like eh, I Just I like Joey Savace you know. I used to pick him for, like, fifth a lot. I still feel bad because Zach took him out
2: so hard and stole that title. (laughs) Well, I think about this all... I say this all the time. I don't like Eli Tomac just because he fucked over Joey Savace. Do you remember the the Las Vegas Triple Crown, whatever it was? Mm -hmm. you win every main... You've mm-hmm. got a million dollars. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, Tomac remember. won the first main, won the second main, yeah. third main Joey Savachi, his teammate, yeah. is leading. Yeah. Last lap, he pulls over basically in a turn, yeah. lets Tomac get the inside so he can win the million dollars. Yeah. Savachi afterwards went on a podcast and they asked him, like, hey, did he hit you off with anything? Nothing. Not even a steak dinner. Mm. Not didn't give him a fucking thank you card, didn't give him a little check. You give that guy at least 10%. Yeah, at least, And yeah. you're Eli Tomac, yeah. who's already getting big bucks from Kawasaki. Right. Sabachi's all, like, low-level, whatever. He's still yeah. a factory rider at the time. Right. But, like, right. come on. Hook the dude up, you know? Buy him a car. Do something. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I don't like right. Tomac. You know what football players do? Quarterbacks, they buy the team, like, the the guys that, like, keep them safe all year. Yeah. At the end of each year, they yeah. buy them gifts. Yeah. Uh, Boomer Esiason, back in the day, bought everyone a car. Mm. Every really? All the guys, like, on his, you know, defense squad, whatever. Right. Right. and then um
0: lance armstrong he did it with his tour team oh yeah yeah let's so do you know how, they don't keep any of the win, or at least lance didn't he didn't keep any of the winnings because he had enough money coming in from everything that's what i'm saying so eli tomac yeah. wins
2: a million dollars for three main split, event wins in one split. night yeah, yeah you don't give the guy anything right that's fucked up but
0: uh what about your mechanic your your, yeah. your trainer like all these people you know what they do in baseball Nothing. Not to go
2: back to baseball. No, they do. Oh, all right. uh, The baseball players get a, um, a bonus check if you make the playoffs. Yeah. So everyone gets whatever they get, right? Right. They give an equal share bonus check to the grounds crew. Really? The guys who get the field ready every day
0: rake the lawn yeah.
2: rake, rake the grass and get the right. dirt how you like it if, if Jacob DeGrom likes the mound a certain way before he yeah. pitches they'd fucking do it so yeah. at the end of the year the, the ground screw there might be like 10 guys on the ground yeah, crew right. they get an equal share of a player nice so you end up being cow. a ground screw guy for a team that consistently makes the playoffs like the Yankees right. or some shit every right. October you're banking on that whatever X amount of money there is yeah. you know Right, so that's pretty cool. That is cool. Everything's back to baseball, Timmy Strelake. That's right, that's right.
0: Oh, my God, love Tim. Tim, congratulations on that cyclocross win. That was amazing. That was so sick.
2: God, that was... I got fired up watching that. Like, him crossing the line, and you could see how much... um, Just emotion. Emotion came out. Yeah, 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 it's incredible. It was such a great win. Yeah.
0: Oh, man, just good stuff. But uh, did we forget to cover anything you wanted to? I don't think so. I mean, we only had four hours to do it. <laughs> yeah. so whatever it is. I don't know. Um, Everyone will listen to every minute of this. Because no, if you listen all this my, long. All my subscribers are uh, are Amazon truck drivers. So
1: yeah. Give a discount code <laughs> to anybody that listens.
2: There you go. i have to think of one. No one wants to buy seven-line shit, though. Why
1: not?
2: Because they're they're, these are BMX people. Hey, they don't care about I'll, the Mets. I'll buy something while I'm here. Uh, you I, know, I'm, and I'm a Red Sox fan. You can grab a free T-shirt. <laughs> We'll go in the back. You can raid the back. No, no, no I'm not going to raid the back.
0: I always pay for what I take. Um, no, yeah, thank you. Like, I'm
2: honored that you decided that this was something you wanted to do. Thank you so much. Yeah, no problem. Thanks to the whole BMX community for still caring about uh, Man Made this many years later. Not the whole BMX, but the people who do care about it. That's pretty sure. cool. Uh, in the comments on Instagram and stuff. and uh, Hey, BMX is small. Word gets out. And, yeah. and people
0: people like to hear how people are doing. Well, thank you. Yeah. And no
2: thanks problem. for all the people who uh were the backbone of rider owned companies before man made that kinda helped me learn the way and that's why the seven line started. It was life changing and honestly, if I never went to Shoreham in nineteen ninety five, I have no idea what I'd be doing right now. Like that's it was life changing. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's crazy. Awesome. Those are the kind of stories we like to hear. For sure. Brian, shoemaker, shoe. Thanks yeah. for sitting in. No problem. That's BB Ho to you. BB Ho. BB Ho. Oh man, I do not need it. For the record, I don't need a picture of the tattoos when I post oh, a, for when I post a podcast. Oh, did you take a picture? of But if you insist. Yeah, I took a bunch. Of oh, cool. Sweet. But if you insist and you want to send it, <laughs> then that's fine. But all right, thanks, Joe. All right, somewhere. all right, no problem. Thank you. Thank you. All right, thanks, Joe.
1: Yeah, no problem.